0: The Pinball Network is online. Launching Triple Drain Pinball
1: Podcast.
2: All right, Tom, you ready? Yes. Perfect. Travis, are you ready?
1: Yes. Hit my intro. And now, winner of the Oklahoma Pinball Championship Award. A guy so nice, he didn't send the award
0: back to ask them to spell the word Oklahoma correctly on the award.
1: You know him. You love him. You can't live without him. Please welcome a guy that sometimes has all the machines turned on in the background, Travis mury
3: Boom!
2: I, an intro wow. title. All right, here we go. Let's actually How do a good Joel intro. How come Joel doesn't have an intro? Yeah, that, that's a great question, Tom. Here's <laughs> our intro. We're,
0: we're, we're Three Guys! like the tongue and ball so we came up with a class our name we're joel and travis got talk and, and we call ourselves triple drain triple drain triple drain we're triple
2: triple drain all right I, I mean that's a good intro right there that's a solid intro um travis what did you do to get that
1: what I, I'm just kind of dabbling off on the side, all right? I understand it's triple drain, but, you know, I, I got jealous of Tom with the mm. Tom Talks. Okay. And he has, like, all these intros. So I just said, you know what? I'll get the man himself, Mark Silk. And I got an intro now. So
2: so you yeah. you asked Mark.
1: I mean, in a roundabout way. Oh,
2: okay. <laughs> I didn't oh. know if Mark was like, "Hey, Travis, I'm such a big fan of you and your voice. Here, I made you of this intro. Yeah, absolutely.
1: To do. <laughs> yeah, Mark did that, and yeah. then Keith Elwin is making me my own personal pinball game. Oh, right, and, right, right, right. Yeah, right. and Raymond Davidson's going to mm. show up and teach me how to play pinball, private yeah. lessons. Yeah, I just. <laughs> I yeah. get it all in pinball, guys. It's like,
2: oh, Travis, I love everything you do. How how can I make you some rules? Oh, you know? it's
1: great. Yeah, George Gomez yeah. is taking me out to dinner here in just a couple of days, so <laughs> that'll be excellent. Wow,
3: there's <laughs> a lot of name dropping going on.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I could go on and on. You know, please
2: do. You okay. Know, like, yeah. Please? I mean,
1: I plan on going, you know, <laughs> to Australia at some point and Marty, he's he's going to take me around and uh-huh, I'm going to uh-huh. help him create the uh the next game after Fathom, you know. Oh, okay. I mean, phones just ringing off the hook, guys. I don't. Yeah. I'm
2: surprised you can fit us in. Tom, oh, we're lucky, man.
3: Do you know. know who
1: we're
2: with?
3: I know. I got to hang out with him the whole time at Cleepin too. Mm. <laughs>
2: yeah. You were able to give him a a room to stay in. He has graced your house. Is. That's is
3: true. That <laughs> yeah. is true. I am yeah, okay. honored. I am honored by that.
2: Well, to all the <laughs> listeners, I don't know. I mean, we have, we have the Keith Elwin of pinball segments being Tom talks and we have Travis. So, I mean, what more do you want? In triple drain, I know first off apology, it's been quite a while since we've had one of these, um, you know, life is life gets in the way. And we had one scheduled a little while ago and something came up with Tom last minute. So then Travis and I fumbled our way through our own, but that's not triple drain, you know. So that ended up just kind of being this double drain, dual drain podcast. Um, we were supposed to record last night, but uh Travis's entire house blew away with a with a storm. So true. Yeah. Yeah. Oklahoma, he was texting us with uh constant screenshots of uh weather reports, and he's like, see this red area, that's where I'm living right now. Yeah. So uh but here we are. We made it. We are recording.
1: It was yeah. horrible, guys. I couldn't do a podcast with you guys. Mm. I couldn't play PC games with Carl. Like, it, it was just... It was horrible. I'm living in the Stone Age over here. I don't get oh. it.
2: <laughs> so, yeah. Travis, without the internet, is just a sad, sad man, is what I'm hearing.
1: Correct. Have you Correct, ever been okay. to Oklahoma, Joel?
2: No. no. Why would All I right. go out of my way to visit Oklahoma? <laughs> <laughs> well, just imagine <laughs> being Storm here and no internet. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, um... Welcome. Here we go. Uh, People love personal intros. They love it. They just, they want you to get right down to business. So, uh, let's dive in. We have some really exciting stuff. This is, uh, Godzilla's Godzilla's have hit locations, uh, like just a few days ago. And even our good friend, Zach mini is complaining about, he doesn't have his yet, but we have somebody here on the podcast who not only, well, he doesn't have his yet, but he's played one. He's actually put significant time on Godzilla. So today, Tom, this if, is the time for you to shine. Cause I oh can't God. talk. Travis can't talk. We don't know. We don't have any experience. So let's dive in here. Tell us, I know there's some, there's some really good stuff. There's some not so good stuff, but just dive on in. We'll start with the good. So Godzilla. Oh, I, uh, most of the
3: game is extremely, extremely well done. It is fun to shoot it is super fast. Um, uh, I'm speechless.
1: Good. You're Good. speechless. That's, yeah, uh, hey, that's, that's the perfect review right <laughs> yeah. there. Excellent.
2: Speechless playing it, speechless talking about it. Perfect. That's, this is, That's uh, correct. So let, well, let's start then. Let's just start at sure. the beginning. So the plunge, right? That plunge is a weird plunge. It kind of goes across the play field. There's a skill shot to kind of loop it behind that flipper. You know, how? tell me about that feeling, that first plunge. Did it go at all where you thought it was going to go?
3: No, no. But by the end, I was able to... Pretty consistently plunge behind that that upper flipper. Um, mm-hmm. Once I found it, but uh, there, I believe there are other skill shots. Obviously, I didn't have a lot of time on the game. I probably played maybe five or ten times at the most. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean it, that that uh, that's a pretty cool shot across the playfield trying yeah. to trying to hit that.
2: What do you have a favorite shot? Do you have a shot that just made you smile the whole time? Uh actually the
3: uh the Mecha Godzilla spinner was pretty cool. Oh, uh, okay. The uh the shot just to the right of it, which is the scoop, mm-hmm. that is a hard shot. At least can for you me it was. It? Uh I don't think you can backhand it. But Ooh. I did not try it. You know how Travis a couple episodes ago was talking about Mando and how scared he was of it? Yeah. You should be a little more scared of this one, I think.
2: Well, Not scared
1: yeah. at all. I'm ready. <laughs> I've scared. had so much time on Mando. <laughs> I'm, I played Halloween so much, I own scoops now. Yeah. <laughs> all I ever do. It's scoops. Uh, it's,
3: well, it's tricky with that pop bumper just to the right of it. And I don't know. It it took me a while to find the scoop for some reason, but uh, so it, what?
1: What does the scoop do on the game right now? Because I know there's it's so not completely coded, obviously, but what is its main purpose?
3: So if you hit both of the ramps, you can start a a, a battle with one of the monsters, uh, and then there is some type of reward where you get help from. Godzilla's friends, like Mothra, lights a, I think it's Mothra, lights a ball save on the left side. Um, there's, I'm not sure exactly what, what all uh, you're, the...
1: You're talking about like the uh, light out lanes and 2x scoring and add a ball? Stuff sure. like that? Summon your allies? Sure. Sweet. All right, we're on <laughs> the same page. Let's keep this train rolling.
3: <laughs> right. Um the uh i i started a few of the multi balls uh the obviously the main one where you you shoot the building the godzilla multi ball um uh mecha
2: godzilla mecha godzilla It looks like you you have to rip that spinner there's three spinners in the game right
1: that, that sounded like tom tom just gave a sigh right there do you not like the mega godzilla no, I I like the oh.
3: Mechagodzilla. Oh, was your he said it's his your... favorite shot?
1: Oh well, yeah. I heard him sigh. Was it just no, you just got I tired was... of naming off the multi balls in the game?
3: That's <laughs> <laughs> nah, just life. That, that's what it was. <laughs>
1: oh, okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> well, you said uh, so. The right. I'm pretty sure that to start Mecha is you have to rip that spinner enough, and that like charges him up, and then there's. Aren't there some targets next to them? And you have yeah. To hit those there's targets? two
3: targets just to the left, uh, mm-hmm. off to the side, and then you. Ha- I believe you have to hit the spinner again, so all three of those shots
2: are lit. Those targets to the left. Can you? Because they're kind of on the side. Is that? Can you hit those from the left flipper? or You have to use the the upper flipper, like the I, side. flipper? I can
3: ne- neither confirm or deny or deny those that because uh, I just don't have enough time on that. Got it. Okay. That game. All so. right.
1: You didn't use the floating flipper, did you, Tom?
3: I did. I did. I oh, actually okay. used it a lot. I, I, uh, we, I eventually did the insider connect. I was able to loop it five times. I was one of the uh, the achievements. Nice. I was oh, so.
2: Was
1: that pretty cool when it popped up? Like were uh, you were you excited? Was it an actual thing? thing where you're like, oh, this is cool. It yeah. It bar really.
3: Nuts. It doesn't pop up <laughs> yeah. until the end of your ball. What? Well, I thought it
2: popped up right when you did it. There's a little, Uh, like, there's a little chime.
3: Yeah. So there might have been a chime, but honestly, you know, the game was on location. Uh, And Tom was locked in. Yeah. I was about to say, Tom is just so focused. Can I talk for Christ's sake? (laughs) 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 The the sound was was really low. Uh, uh, So I, I couldn't hear a lot of the game audio.
2: Hmm. I mean, when Tom plays, it's like he's experiencing the ball in slow motion. So <laughs> oh, it's just Jesus. so hard, you know, for her to consume that stuff. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. And Travis is acting like his mic's muted. Yeah. That's cute.
1: It's <laughs> muted. I just unmuted it. Oh,
2: that's I that's cool. mute so myself. I can, yeah. uh, so I could talk. Uh, thanks. So, okay. Yes, so, you're welcome, so, Tom. so Tom, you drained your ball, you know, after what, like 45 minutes and then you're just <laughs> flooded with achievements. Is that how, how it went? It was, uh, that's boom, what it boom, seemed boom. like
3: to me anyway. So you're, okay. you're. I was able to see the achievements at, at the end of the ball. So yeah. That's what I remember. But
2: and, and every time, it's just everybody in the bar just was like, holy cow, he did it, guys. Well, this just was at, at, at District
3: 82. So um, the owner of the escape room who bought the game is allowing District 82 to borrow the game for, for the week. Oh, uh, cool. Which was really cool. Uh, Dave Oshevsky uh, is is the owner, but uh, it was really cool of him to do that. That was that was pretty sweet.
2: Nice, nice, very cool. Um, all right. So overall, though, yes, you're saying so. Like Laserlos, so I actually watched Laserlos stream. Um. Godzilla for I don't know 20 30 minutes the other day and sure. he he said he he was really struggling with that upper loop which is hilarious cuz when I watched Keith do the reveal stream Keith was just nailing that loop boom 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 like yep. it seemed like a very fluid a very consistent shot so to hear somebody like Laserlows be like I don't know how he's doing that you <laughs> you said you were able to loop it five times
3: Yeah I was I was able to do that just on one game but it 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 was difficult to find the shot at first But then once I did, I, I kind
2: of locked into it. So, um, is it a comparable shot to any, like another loopable shot? Like I know, obviously turtles has a very kind of a looping shot up there. Iron Maiden does. Um, well actually all Keith's games pretty much have like a looping shot. Would you consider this easier or harder than anything?
3: I would say it's similar to Iron Maiden, but probably maybe a little harder.
2: Well, maybe that's a good question. Do you think this game, sh- the way this game shoots, if you want to go ahead and rank Keith Games, where would you put this on shots? Oh, God. That's
3: tough. Um, I like it better than Iron Maiden. Uh, I like it better than Jurassic Park. This and is just how it shoots. Just, Just how it shoots. Got it. And it's, I don't know, between Avengers and this. I think Avengers, it's it's easier to find the shots on Avengers. This one's, a l- I would say, a little more difficult. But as far as, like, unique shots, this game definitely has it in my eyes.
2: Uh, yeah, it definitely looks cool. I'm, I literally pulled up my phone here. I'm trying to, on Insider Connected, I'm trying to find your name here, Tom. Because I want to see what you achieved. And, sure. uh do you have it? Do you have it do you have your uh, are you sharing it's, that with
3: everybody? Yeah, it's Fox Cities. Okay.
2: Everybody go follow Tom. There he is. Oh, a <laughs> little piece of pie here, huh? Piece of pie. Uh, that's your... a piece of cheese, Joel. Oh wow. You can tell what I'm thinking about. All right. So everybody <laughs> hold on to your seats right now, because Tom here has 70, 7-0 player XP. Seven zero. He has uh ten mm. achievements with only two plays. So that's what I can see. Does it show me your achievements? So maybe this is a good way to transition to that. Insider connected overall experiences on Insider. What's your overall experience on Insider connected? Her thoughts initially. Uh,
3: well, first it wasn't good, um, and that was just because we <laughs> we couldn't get connected. So the owner, the owner of the game, uh, this is kind of funny. Uh they they set it up at District 82 and one of the people that was there who was Matt McCarty um ended up using his uh insider connect to start he to start the game and play the first game out of the box. Well, this just so happens to register the game to Matt. So okay. so then you have to you basically have to register the game to get your Insider Connect to work. Uh, so they had to contact Stern uh, the next day, which was Friday, to get that all resolved, I guess. so. Um, but they did, and uh, we were able to use it on Saturday.
2: But, so I'm on the... I'm on the phone happier and it actually shows you can click. I can see apparently you scored 224 million points. Um, But what I'm, one thing I am seeing here is I'm not seeing any little green stars. All the little stars are white, which means that you are not playing on a verified machine. That that is correct. Any idea how you get a verified machine? So my
3: understanding is, uh, and this may not be true. So consider it a rumor. But I believe yeah. you have to be in the stern Army to uh, as a location and technically district eighty two is a stern Army location, but um, they it wasn't their game so oh, okay yeah, so it wasn't set to that location, so to speak.
1: Here's huh. what I wonder, because I don't think we had this verified the other day when we were talking about this. Yeah. If you have an achievement that is not verified, can you repeat that achievement and get it verified? Is that how it works? I would, I would assume hope, it would. I would I would yeah. think
3: so. Well, I that's a great question. Because, yeah, if you go play it at a location that is verified, you would hope that when you do it, you get it
1: verified. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't think it would lock you out.
2: Um, I I don't know. I mean, we did a stream the other night, and um, yeah, Travis was on it, and uh, it was Travis and Craig, Bobby, and Dennis Creasel, and myself when we were just chatting pinball. And uh, Dwight Dwight Sullivan actually showed up in chat, and he answered a bunch of uh, Insider Connected questions for us. So there was a few things I know we talked about Insider Connected. One of the things that that I think kind of upset you guys was the fact that. If you play on an unverified machine, a.k.a. your home machine, you only get half the XP. Well, Dwight said they changed that. So instead of half the XP now, you get full XP, but if you play on a verified machine, you get double the XP. So,
3: so, is, so isn't that the same?
2: It's all how you <laughs> want to look at it, right?
1: <laughs> I, th- um, I think that version of it is so much better
2: okay. than, yeah.
1: than telling people at home you get half yeah. The XP. Yeah. It's like, how do you sell a product to somebody? And you're like, here, it's 150, 200, 300, however much it's going to be. Yeah. And you're like, and guess what? You only get half the achievements.
2: Yeah. Or it's more of a, hey, guess what? You got all the achievements at home. But if you can do that on a machine, you know, that's not yours, it's not set up the way you, you know, you tweaked it, it's on location. We're going to treat you for that. Um, so every game, if you look at, they've only released six games right now with, with achievements. All the achievements, and dwight confirmed this the as of right now every every game can give you maximum two thousand experience points so that would make sense that if you achieve basically if you achieve everything that you see normally you would get a thousand so if you had the game at home and you you got all all of them you would get a thousand but if you do all those things on location you'd end up with two thousand
1: there's one major caveat to that also The fact that there are achievements that are exclusive to a premium LE model, and there's no achievements that we're aware of, at least as of this podcast, that's exclusive to a pro model.
2: Yes, we and we talked about that. You know, there was already questions. So, like Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park has a start goat mania (laughs) achievement. Well, the only way you're doing that is if the Jurassic Park has the topper.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, I forgot about that. There's topper achievements, too. Topper
2: specific achievements. And it's like, okay. And then like Turtles, Turtles have has half shell challenge achievements. Well, that's like a special mode. So some locations don't even have that enabled. So there is going to be some interesting thing here, especially if you're like, okay, I have to be on a premium or an LE. So like in Turtles, there's a glider mode and that mode isn't in the pro and Dwight said in chat, he said, yeah, the goal there is like, we want people at expo, you know, to be like getting them points, you know, where at, or an expo or some sort of convention, you know, where people actually bring some of the higher models. So it's going to be this, it's almost like a treasure hunt of like, like, it's kind of cool that my, one of my local pinball places, Tappers, downtown Indianapolis, they buy all premiums. So I'll know that cool, I can get some Like if I want to complete turtles, I have my turtles here at home. Well, there's the handful of achievements that I can't do here. Well, I can go to tappers. They have a premium, but, um, it's, I don't, I, that's their whole goal, right? They want people to, to go out and, and experience these things. But I don't, do you guys, do you like that? That there's premium, like premium LE exclusive achievements?
3: It doesn't really bother me. Cause I have have (laughs) premium,
2: He's an elitist. (laughs) He's an elitist. Yeah. I forgot to say, wait a second. (laughs) Do you see the machines
1: behind that man? Yeah. Yeah,
2: Tom's pulling out his phone right now and ordering the Jurassic Park topper (laughs) just so you can get that achievement.
1: I don't mind it at all. I mean, it's, I'm a completionist, but at the same time, it's nice to know that there has to be a little bit of an effort made. And I guess for me, since I do travel to different conventions and expos and, go to all these places, it gives me a reason to go find those games and go play them. You know, I, I, I don't mind that. I could understand why it might upset some people mm-hmm. to have a game at home. If it's a pro and to know that you can't actually even get to a hundred percent at home, like even unverified, you can't get a hundred percent. So that we, I, I can't,
2: can't, the pro my low, my right. low grade pro models here at home, but <laughs> so somebody I, else can do that.
1: I mean i kind of, I get it I mean, I kind of wish that they they wouldn't have done that. I think there could have been a better way to be a little bit more I, was it inclusive to all the buyers or all the adopters of all models, but at the same time, I get it you kind of give a little bit more incentive to somebody if they have a premium or l e so I guess it just comes with the territory, but it's also for somebody out there it probably is a hard pill to swallow to spend sixty five hundred dollars to seven thousand on a pro wherever they're at. Yeah. And you can't even get all the achievements at your house. So,
3: well, so get, get over it. Yeah. One of the other, uh,
2: <laughs> one of the other TPN streamers, George, uh, Fisher, don't panic flip. He, um, he's known to like rotate games in and out, in and out. So he's actually like, he's had a turtles pro, but like right now he's tempted to buy a turtles premium or LE just cause he hasn't experienced the, the premium or LE.
1: Ooh, I, I wouldn't feel do like, that. Don't, <laughs> don't let him do it.
2: I feel like, though, George is just that guy that he he's going to be like he's going to get hooked. So he's going to he's going to start don't buying do back it, George, games,
1: George, buying George, back games George, don't at, do it. I, I know I, I get called a stern shill a lot. You look at my emails, I get called all the time. but I'm telling you right now, I would not do it. I had an L E and my damn glider broke down like every other day. I yeah. probably replaced it at least three times. That glider is just so unreliable at this point. I would not recommend anybody to do that. If you've had a pro on a Ninja Turtles and you're thinking about going up to a premium, you're going you're going to be like really upset once that glider <laughs> just bricks out because it's basically just like a it pro does, all over again. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, well, I no, it's do it.
2: worse because if it breaks, then it won't stop the ball. It won't.
1: Well, it will um, if you you have to take off the glass and then you manually put it in the middle. And then you just disable it. You either unhook the wire below. And I mean, that's what we had to do. It just basically bricked out the whole. And and that was one of the selling points to a premium LE is the glider mode or whatever you call it, the glider hurry up. So it's really disappointing that there's still reports out there that something like that's happening. I know we got a little bit off track, but George, we wouldn't be good friends, good pinball friends if we didn't (laughs) warn you of that.
2: Well, I, that's, I think that's fair advice and sound advice. I, I know I've heard that from other Take premium train, owners. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> fair great. advice. Yeah. 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 No, I said that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I think you guys would be happy that, um, that, yeah, my, uh, I just recently hit a sub goal with streaming and I was able to have a new emote. And so <laughs> one of my new streaming emotes is just the words that's fair. So that's, uh, that's. That's you guys right there. Yeah. So um, anyways, <laughs> I I like that idea, though. I mean, if you really get hooked on achievements, that really kind of may be that thing of like trading games with your friends. You know, like, hey, you want to borrow my turtles for three months so you can get some achievements here and I'm going to borrow your whatever stranger things. So I can try to I don't, I don't know. I think I, I do think there will be people that really get into this. Um, so and there'll be we... others that don't care.
3: So as we were talking and using the Insider Connect, um, we were thinking of things. Uh, somebody had mentioned, I think it was my friend Chris, you know, wouldn't it be cool if they allowed you to do some timed things? Um, so like, kind of like a heads up kind of tournament where you try to reach an achievement in a certain amount of time.
2: Yeah. I Joel, do you want to tell him? They're gonna do that, and oh, okay. there's already there's already achievements that do that. So, um, like what? turtles. So we, yeah. So mm-hmm. Dennis was Dennis yep. was giving me a hard time because when when we streamed this the other night and we were chatting it up, I I dove into turtles because I know turtles. Everybody else on that stream knew turtles, but Dennis was giving me a hard time that I. We looked Tom, at every turtle's achievement for Tom, forty-five as, minutes. As yeah. soon as
1: Dwight showed up in <laughs> chat, Joel just fanboyed. He's like,
2: "We're <laughs> going to look at turtles why, now. Why would you not? Like, it makes sense. We got the guy who made all these achievements ready to ask qu- answer questions. But so, for example, That's there fair. are there are that there you is go. fair. Yep. There are yep. achievements for every mode so there's eight episodes and turtles so there's three there's three levels to each achievement so one of them was uh window shopping window shopping is the bebop rock city mode so starting the mode you get an achievement that's pretty easy to do i think it's worth like five points or something completing the emote four. completing the mode is worth i think 12 yeah 12 points so that's completing it but then the the last step is 20 points and it's completing it in 20 seconds or less
3: now i'm actually watching travis sign to joel this stuff
2: i knew these i knew these (laughs) but travis yes but it's amazing that you both know
3: all this stuff
2: well we just it was just the other day but yes that alone though is very i like that a lot like that is something where i can start up my game and it's like all right i'm focusing on this mode. And trying to get a game plan of as soon as it spits out spits out that ball, where do I need to get it? What's my you know what shots do I need to hit in what order? Because I, twenty seconds is not that much time, and that's all eight episodes. Um, wow. So that's pretty cool. Like that's a timed thing. There's also lifetime achievements. So keeping track of uh, one of them is like how many slices of pizza you've eaten. So every single time you hit a pizza uh, target. So it's just keeping track of that's that. Cool. So over time, at some point in time, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how many. It's like 250 slices or something. It's like boom, a thousand. They, it gets up there because there <laughs> that's, was
1: that's the gluttony for the yeah, gold. four points, Joel. There was, <laughs> get there was with it.
2: that. <laughs> there was there was a few other things because like the glider mode was one. There was something that dealt with pizza toppings and you had to have mushroom, but you can't get mushroom in the pro. That you was the be.
1: Sullivan Supreme, I yep. believe.
2: There yep. was. So- um, I mean, there was one, this is really challenging, which is, uh, so there was one of them where it was complete eight modes, complete eight modes. That's a challenge. So you have to not start, but complete eight modes. But there was one that it was complete four modes, but you have to end the mode on a different turtle shot. So Mm -hmm. to complete a mode, you have four turtle shots. So you like in your head, you have to keep track of that. Like, Oh, I'm about to finish mode one. I'm going to hit Leo. And then when you go to finish mode two, I got to make sure I hit Raphael. So it's there are some pretty intricate achievements here. You're not just going to stumble into them.
1: They have cooperative achievements also. And I was kind of wondering, I wish we would have asked this because I was wondering if that would carry over from player to player, because one of them is completing two consecutive weapons or weapon combos. Another one's complete three. And then the gold one is complete four consecutive weapon combos.
2: I thought in chat Ray Day was actually Raymond Davidson was in chat as well. And he said something about there was a discussion about whether or not you would have like a timed, like a timed period to potentially achieve this. So it's like if you've completed two of these today, but then completed the other two tomorrow, then it would give it like they're talking about mm. how do we help? You know, because some of these achievements are are not easy. No, um,
1: that that sounds very difficult.
2: Now, this is actually pretty entertaining. So I, I mentioned earlier that every, every game, 2,000 possible points. So Travis here brought this up, that in the Jurassic Park achievements, the final achievement, which is what, what's it called? It's, uh, You're talking
1: about the final wizard the mode. The final, final right? wizard yeah. mode. Yeah. When dinosaurs ruled the when earth. When
2: dinosaurs ruled the so. earth. So, Tom, I don't know if you know, but how many points, how many achievement points do you feel if you if you achieve it, if you've done it, if you've done the final wizard mode in Jurassic Park, how many achievement points are you going to get? If you had to guess. Mm,
1: you just got to start it. Start when dinosaurs ruled the earth.
3: 25 yeah. points. Twenty-five. Very close. close. <laughs>
0: yeah. <It's>, oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> it's Five. <laughs>
3: it's, five it's, it's five points. five points.
2: <laughs> you gotta so, be shitting me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was so telling,
3: I was that's like a Joel. major, major yeah. accomplishment. Five I, points I, for that.
1: I, I think Keith just sits there and he must get to that that final wizard mode like every other game. And he's like, Well, yeah, five points.
2: So Dwight, we we reacted the same way. We're like, what in the world? You know, we thought this should be like this massive reward. Like you've done something that nobody's done. But Dwight said, like, yeah, but almost nobody's gonna get there. So it's actually kind of more entertaining that if you truly are that achievement hunter, that's trademarked probably, but if you are that person that is pursuing Achievements. If you look at your total, like I know Travis Murray, this would keep him up at night. If he looked at his total (laughs) and he saw that his total for that game was 1,995 points out of 2,000, got to keep going. And you got that, you got those five points left. You know, you got to,
1: yeah. I mean, keep in mind, I'm probably going to be actually 1,985 because I will never buy a topper.
2: So I can't, I can't (laughs) get goat mania.
1: So, yeah.
2: Yeah. But that's, I think that's pretty clever. And I think, Travis, you had said in the stream that there was some video game. It was either you or Dennis said there was some video game where to when you start the video game, you get four points. But for you to complete it, 100% complete it, that's how you get that final one point. So you have all these people out there that have however many points. It's like 999, and they cannot yeah. get that final, <laughs> final point, which is essentially <laughs> what Keith did with the... Uh, Dinosaurs rule the earth. Or whatever now,
3: are it was. they supposed to have some kind of downloadable modes,
2: like add added um, features? They have sh- they. There's some wording, and maybe Travis, you know the exact wording, but it's supposed to be if you are an insider connected member, that means you pay for it. Gotcha. There's there's some wording that basically said like exclusive game content or something along those lines.
1: Yeah, the wording is such that we kind of expect it to happen at some point but I don't think that they're doing it at launch. They're going to wait for a little while, but I would be absolutely shocked if it doesn't show up at some point. But okay. my whole thing with that is, is I hope that it's not something that's necessarily takes over the game, you know, cause I, I don't mind DLC in most of the time, but at the same time though, the way that I interpret DLC is based off console gaming or PC gaming, which obviously isn't costing us six to $10,000. So I don't know. To me, if they're going to do something like that, if it's the way that we're kind of thinking it is, because again, we don't know this for sure. It's just the way that the wording is. It indicates that it's highly probable this will happen. To me, if you get an LE, you should have access to everything that's ever on that pen, and it shouldn't cost you an extra dime. I, agree. I think that if you get an LE, that of should. Of course, happen. you
2: agree, Tom. <laughs> well, well, I mean, you're paying. Yeah. It's well, yeah. it's yeah, yeah but yeah. it's ten
1: thousand five hundred dollars MSRP. Yeah. And so to me, that's like, it's obviously the top model. There's just, there's no way that something that's a part of the game code wise, that those adopters should ever have to pay for. In my opinion, I understand if you want a location to pay for it off the pro or premium, it is what it is. But if you're an LE adopter, I, I, I personally think that should be added on with it. And I think that that could be a selling point too. If you're going to go up to a thousand LEs, let's face facts, even though pinball is at a high point, eventually it'll cool off a little bit. Eventually you might have some of these pens sitting out there for a while, but you need ways to get the consumer to get your higher end model. And to me, that's an easier way to do it. But you know, we're we're still kind of teetering on that gray area though, that you're paying for. A model with a different mode on it but it's happened before already with tron so that multi-ball yeah. that was on there so i mean it, there's precedent for it
2: what if um what if so like right now what i know we're talking a lot about turtles but right now before you start turtles if you hold the flippers you can play a normal game you can play a cooperative game you can go half shell challenge or there's an option to go to final battle final battle is not the end all be all wizard mode but what if they did something like that where it's like, okay, if you are an inside and connected member, now you have the ability before you start a game to hold in the flippers. But now if you want to go straight into Turtle Ball, turtle multiball, you could do that. Or you want to go straight into team up, you could do that. Something where it allows you to experience modes, you know, where you can pick and choose or practice these things. Or Mando. Like, yeah, let's skip. There's three big wizard modes, and then there's the fun. Like, what if would uh, to me it's if insider connected is what it's 30 bucks 35 dollars a year like if that if you know it's like me, you are that person so now you have the ability to step up to a game and kind of pick and choose what you want and practice things i don't like that wouldn't bother me i think that's well, a pretty cool you're now selling me on this joel I yeah think.
1: <laughs> i mean yeah for 39.99 a year i would be all in on that the ability to choose a mode from right out of the gate, or choose a multi-ball and just get to practice. I mean, yeah. Tom, uh, us as tournament players, because I know Joel, he still won't pop his cherry <laughs> on that and show up <laughs> and play tournament. But for you and me, though, that would be awesome, right? Oh, I it'd mean,
3: be fantastic
1: because you could set up different scenarios and different different ways to practice. And I think something like that would be actually really genius. I. I would be willing to pay extra money for something like that to be able to train on different pens. Cause even if you were able to go do that on location too, enter your profile, yep. and then it recognizes that you're a paying member or something like that. And I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know if Stern's thought of that, but man, that's, that's a potential moneymaker right there. I think a lot of people, especially tournament players would pay that.
2: Just yep. focus in, hone in on things. Now the challenge oh, yeah. would be the cost. So I know like, like, um, half shell challenge half shell challenge on turtles that's something that an operator can decide to turn on or off and in my mind i was like well why would you have that off well the reality is it is an endless ball save mode so theoretically you only you get 60 seconds to hit a shot so you could put somebody that's awful in front of that machine and they could spend quite a while at that at that mode um, verse if they just stepped up and played a game, you know, if they suck. So I don't, that's the only thing I would think of. I mean, would you have a problem with that? If, if, how would that work though? So if you hop on location and let's say it is a, you can hop right to a mode. Well, if you shortcut straight to that mode, when the, when the mode ends, do the flippers die and that's it? You experience that mode? Or do you, like, keep playing? I mean, it has to cost a credit or it has to cost something, right, for an operator to enable you to do practice like that?
1: Yeah, I don't know how that would work on location. Maybe it would have something to do with the uh, the time thing that they have already implemented into the machines. I forget what, that, what that's called exactly. And do you guys know what I'm talking about? It's like a time ball saver to where you can... Oh. I, so maybe
2: it's a it's you, slipping
1: my mind but I know it's in there they, so uh, it'd be like tar, target ball time or something like that or target ball yeah. save time to where each player can still play it whatever X amount of time uh-huh. and you're guaranteed that your ball saver will allow you to get at least that much time on the game
3: when the uh, location in Schaumburg Gameworks had uh, had a Mustang when it came out that was set for pin redemption So you get tickets out of it. It was set for two minutes and you basically just played the game for two minutes, trying to, trying to get as many tickets as you could. So, I mean, that was, that was pretty cool. I mean, you could do something like that where you, you just time somebody and, and you play out that mode or whatever. Well, yeah. You were alluding to.
2: Or, or yeah, as soon as the mode's over. So it's either you yeah, drain or you beat the mode. It's like, hey, you beat it. Flipper your game's style. over. Yep. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, there's different party modes that you could do too. That it's kind of like the um, the formats that I think Papa used to do a long time ago, to where you could have like a two minute drill. You could disable one flipper to where you're only playing a one flipper game. I mean, there's all kinds of different, you know, quote unquote party modes you could yeah. typically do, just depending on how the software would do it it would make it fun at home at least i'm not sure how that would work necessarily on location but you know heads up tournaments though are getting very popular and i think because stern is kind of pioneering that and it showed up on espn i i could see that becoming a much bigger thing for tournaments Uh, maybe not necessarily for whopper points but for money i could see that legitimately becoming kind of the next big thing for pinball
3: couldn't, so I mean, wouldn't an operator be happy with that? I mean, you're you're putting in your money for a couple of minutes, and people are competing. I mean, I it's better than oh, yeah. a thirty-minute game.
1: Absolutely, yeah. like I I would love to do that because then I guarantee, like somebody like Andy Rosa or Luke Nahorniak can't beat the holy shit out of my pinball. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, that would be great. I I mean, it's to me time stuff. It's just different. I, I'm not a huge fan of it myself after playing it in, um, what was it? Penn Clash? Cause Carl had those, those challenges and I'm yeah. not a huge fan of it, but I recognize that it's something that's different and that's probably Correct. more exciting for people to watch, Correct. you know, and, and I'm sure there's a lot of people that enjoy playing that as well. So I think with that experience in mind, I would, I wouldn't mind seeing other people get to experience that. And I, truly do think even though it's not something i personally enjoy i recognize that it's probably going to become very popular very quickly
2: yeah. well so i know last time we talked about insider connected both of you guys were like i don't quite know and and a lot of it was based on whether or not it was verified or not but you you guys were both saying like i don't know if i can justify buying these for my games here at home but as tournament players just that functionality alone would you consider paying let's say it's for a retro kit i'm i'm going to be optimistic and hope it's like $200 not $300 well let's say it's $200 so tom i see behind you you got an avengers there i know travis you have one as well if you could if you could jump into practice modes so 200 bucks you throw that in your apron and then you have your 39.99 a year for stern insider would you like now that you can it's not it's new content but it's not new to it's not exclusive content I don't know. Would you, was that something you'd consider or you're a little more interested in? Yeah.
3: yeah I'd be a lot more interested. Yeah.
1: yeah. I would, if we had the ability to practice, I would adopt it for sure for home. I, I prefer that even more than the achievements. If it's Shoot. just, a, if it's just achievements, I'm still not convinced I, I would get any for at home. I probably wouldn't for location. Most likely I would, I would consider it. But if I had the ability to basically control my practice sessions and be able to control what I'm working on, and at the same time, that enables me to learn that rule set at a much quicker pace, yeah, I would probably adopt it. Now, what I'm curious of, if you buy the, I guess if you have to get a kit, right, is that kit just for that particular pen or can you take that to other pens? Well,
2: I think theoretically there's exclusive art for these kits okay so is there anything stopping you from taking I don't I would guess no I doubt there's going to be exclusive heart I doubt there I doubt the node board that's needed to add that to Avengers is a different node board than what's gonna go in in Led Zeppelin but oh, yeah. some
3: somebody just sold one for 500 bucks
1: <laughs> <on> I
0: <Pentium.
3: Yeah. laughs>
2: So,
1: I mean, if it's not exclusive, I could see myself getting something like that for at home and just changing it out with the older games. I could see myself doing something similar to that just because those games are going to keep showing up in tournaments. Even if the code updates don't come there, there's always something new to learn and there's always a different strategy to (laughs) learn on these games. So, yeah, I could see myself doing that. I don't know if it I don't know if it'd be the best use of money considering how much it would be. But. You know, we're also in this hobby that just costs stupid money too. So at the end of the day, it's kind of like money in, money out. So Joel,
3: you, you as a streamer, you know, if you could do heads ups with other streamers, would you, would you be like all in on that? Oh, absolutely.
2: I mean. I was part of, uh, so once again, don't panic flip George and Fliptronic, Jordan and Becca, they did a heads up battle last week, last Tuesday night, and they did it on Stranger Things. And so every time we do it, it's like, okay, what's the goal? What are we trying to do? Well, the first person to start telekinesis multi ball. And it's like, all right, well, what, you know, what shows that? And normally you have to see an animation. But what would be really cool. And and here we are. So I got to give George props because the way that he gets this stream together, my audio, I'm in Indiana, Jordan Beck are in Texas. He's in Colorado. He's pulling in multiple video feeds. We're trying to use discord to communicate. We're doing all this stuff. So there's always a little lag. There's always a time delay. It's not a big deal. This is just for a entertaining stream, but something like pin clash, pin clash, like there were multiple times that they had to review video to like show because of delays, okay, who actually finished first? Well, if there was something like this where it was more everybody scroll through, everybody select, all right, we're doing telekinesis multi ball, ready, go, or start at your own, it doesn't matter. It's just as soon as it's over, if the game knows that's what you're trying to do, everybody's doing the exact same task. And then at the end, it spits out a number, right? On, and it's like 45.8 yeah. seconds, boom, done. And that could be something, you know, even an entertaining thing of, hey, this week, you know, on Pinside or on, I know the Insider Connected now has a forum section. It's like today's, this week, we're battling it out on whoever can start telekinesis. It's just like registering for Pin Clash. I mean, those guys had got Battle Royale. They had done all the math and all the calculations of like theoretically you could start this in what, like 11 seconds? So it's, I mean, people would commit and dive into some of these challenges. Um, I agree. So I'm with you. I mean, we have people that listen to this. I know Ray Day, you're listening because you listen to every pinball podcast. I know we think we're smart people, but there's a good there's a good chance somebody else at turn has already had all these thoughts. But this is obviously an idea we're throwing out there. If if it happens to be new <laughs> that and and I think it would justify people would pay for this, right? Like and and I know there's other people that are like, I don't want to spend any more money. These should be things that if I bought the game, I should just have access to this. But if this I was don't want an insider to wait two collect-
3: years for it, I want it now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: if this was an insider connected exclusive of, yeah, if you're a premium member, you now have these options on insider connected games. That could be pretty cool. Or I don't know, just thoughts.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's just the way that the hobby is right now. Even if one person won't spend money on it two other people will. I mean, that's just true the way it is right now, and, you know, and speaking of which, something that's coming out here pretty soon, or maybe it's already out, people are probably going to spend money on that, don't you oh, think, Joel? Th-
2: that's a solid transition here, and I yeah. see what you're doing, he's setting the ball up on the tee, I'm about to swing, but before <laughs> I swing at this, I want to say, Tom, is there anything left with the, with Godzilla, your overall experience with Godzilla that you want to that you want to wrap it up with?
3: Well, the only thing I wanted to add was we had some problems with the magnet. Um, the, basically the, the Newton ball magnet, whatever you want to call it, uh, stopped working after like a couple hours of play. Uh, so it was definitely, uh, overheating. Okay. And, um, uh, you know, it, got to a point just wasn't working anymore uh but uh that that, that's something i think that that stern's gonna have to address as far as i don't know coding or whatnot but
2: well i think we all know that magnets are they're a mysterious and very under nobody knows how they work right so i hope (laughs) I hope magnets are magic right so I hope that that they I don't know the stern engineers can figure out a way Uh, I I hope it's a coding thing I I don't I I mean I will say by watching the streams that magnet is used a lot Um, it is definitely a core component to the game it's not just to it's not just a wow factor of like, oh, you do this and then boom, the ball catch. You know, like Sparky yeah. multi ball, like the ball. Oh, it caught it. You know, it's this is a this is used. Um, so,
3: and I don't know a, this this could a have been here, a, yeah. this could have been an isolated problem for this game. Maybe it had met okay. a bag magnet. I don't know, but you know that was that was just one of my main concerns. Other than think, that, the game's
2: off. Do you think Pinmonk is going to now, instead of a flipper cooling kit, there's going to be like a magnet cooling kit? <laughs> wouldn't, you, wouldn't be a bad you know. idea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I, I would say overall, it definitely does seem every everything I've read and seen so far. It seems like from a design standpoint, Keith has just crushed this game. I think Tom, you're yeah. you're reiterating that fact. Oh, yeah. It's
3: it's awesome. It is awesome. It's awesome.
2: Awesome. Very cool. Well, Travis, once again, this is this is exactly how segment transitions are supposed to go. You're supposed to start it then talk about something else and then come back to it. So I see the balls here. We're going to roll with it. New things that are coming out. There is, we are recording this on a Monday night. There are rumors that tomorrow there will be a new pinball machine behind. No, s- there are facts. Facts. Okay. We're committing facts. to a facts. Fact. There are I'm com-
1: facts. I'm committing to the fact Yes.
2: that there should be a new pinball machine revealed tomorrow. And that is, I mean, absurd, first of all, because Godzilla mm. just came out, but, um, this is not going to be a normal pinball machine. This is going to be a the home pin versions, the the pins. So there's supposed to be a new the pin or home pin game revealed tomorrow. And um, the rumors on the street are that it is potentially designed by Jack Danger. So there has been a lot of Jack has talked about streaming less because he's working 10, 12 hour days. So it's very clear that he is doing some sort of full-time job. He's also shown pictures and whatnot. Like it's, it also seems almost very clear that he's working this full-time job is at Stern. So I know Jack has an animation background, but yet he's also had multiple streams of designing his own game. And also at Pinball Expo, they're showing that him, that he has a seminar. So it's, what's the seminar it's him and uh what's the guy's name um he has Wason. a unique wayson him and Wason's, yep. so it's jack danger and Wason's new project so it's what is this project i think things look to be lining up and what's dumb is this this thing's gonna come out this podcast is will be out after the actual reveal so we're not gonna pull a final round and act like we actually know we don't this is a complete guess at this time <laughs> but um what is that i mean what are your thoughts i mean do you guys care that there's a new pin coming out? Do you care that it's Jack that's potentially designing it? What, yeah? What are your I, thoughts?
3: I care any a new pin's coming out.
2: But Mister Elite elitist over here, you would actually buy a home pin.
3: I'll tell you what the uh, the Star Wars the home pin is actually really fun to play. I think. Oh,
1: cool. So where is it in your uh, in your game room?
2: Uh, I don't own
1: one. <laughs> Sorry.
2: If it doesn't have powder coat, it doesn't touch his yeah. floors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never played one. I have never played one. Um, I haven't actually had a, a chance to play one. But what I heard is some distributors are saying they sell crazy well. And I, I thought it was the exact opposite. I thought most distributors were like having problems getting rid of them. But
1: No, the Star Wars one just sells like hotcakes. Like, to my knowledge, speaking with various distributors, they cannot keep it in stock at all. And that was wow. even before wow. this whole ordeal. I mean, and, and that could be a big part of that is that it's just Star Wars. And let's face facts. The people that are buying home pins aren't necessarily big time pinheads. They might be somebody that's just into the theme there. They see it. It's within reason for them to pay the money that's out there for it. know and there's just uh, to me it's just a different different demographic that's buying these but in terms of being being excited about a home pen I mean I can't really say I ever have been and I don't know if I will be here I'll be curious I'll still look at it and still you know judge it and still want to play it whenever I see it but in terms of just being excited about it eh, I mean yeah it is what it is and that has nothing to do with with the themes with the potential designers coders or anything like that it's just for me it's not something that i would ever go out of my way to play on location or get at home so it's kind of like you know it just i don't know it's just kind of there it's just maybe i'm just a a pro elitist i don't know what it is
3: question for you travis do you think you'd ever see one in a tournament
1: only at expo yeah and they have star wars there
3: yeah they had star wars there So i mean one
2: time most tournaments are going to be on location, right? And if you can't pay to play the game, why would a right. location ever own right. a pin?
1: Exactly. So yeah. it's just, you know, I I mean, it is what it is. As long as they sell and as long as they make distributors money and it gives whoever's working on this pin, it gives them the proper experience. I mean, you know, to me, it's probably the best thing to have come out after a Keith Elwin Godzilla because we talked about this a few weeks ago when Godzilla was announced. That, and I even said this, I would hate to be whatever designers coming in after Elwin. Yeah. And especially after this one, I would not want to be that person. So, you know, Stern hinted that this particular home pin is going to have a unique design. So that's kind of where all the rumors are starting to swirl that it could be Jack danger, but we don't know that for sure. But all we know is, is that, it's it's supposed to be a unique design or at least a new design that's sure. not typical from the home pen layouts that they have. So I'm curious to see how it stacks up against other home pens. I would have to think off the top of my head, I think it should be a pretty good looking pen with all things considered. I don't think Stern would tout it and I don't think Stern would put it out without it being ready. But this is pretty much the perfect time to do it, though, right before Christmas, right at the yeah. beginning of quarter four. They're all going to yeah. sell. Yeah. So, I mean, why not push everything back to 2022 so you just have Godzillas and you just have this home pin. I mean, that's, they're all going to sell regardless.
2: Well, that's, that's what I was trying to think of. I mean, I know most of us listening, you know, typically feel bad for Zach many on, on like a daily basis, you know, being a piano bin ball distributor is very hard. He's made it very clear. So just nothing but sympathy for Zach. Right. So I, I know, um, that's sarcasm for anybody who's not picking up on that. <laughs> um, uh, Christmas time. Like I was trying to think about that, like. I mean, I think a lot of distributors every other year are like, hey, if you want to get a pin for Christmas, you got to get in those orders now. Well, the reality is, even if you want to get in those orders now, you're screwed. There's nothing anybody can buy right now for their loved one for Christmas. That's the only thing I can think of with this home pin is it's going to provide potential, you know, maybe distributors might actually be able to get a few of these in stock they may actually be able to have them on a shelf for for a time being so when that random you know non-pinball person reaches out and it's like hey we're thinking about it we want to buy our family a pinball machine at least he'll have something to offer right because this is that's the market um would be my guess Mm -hmm. for the for the cuz let's say right now Zach Mini he said on the timbo, on, on the pinball show and and once again when this podcast comes out it'll already be revealed but we don't know that right now so let's say it is Jurassic Park well if the three of us want to buy a Jurassic Park game we're going to buy the Jurassic Park real pinball machine not like yeah
1: not not that fake shit yeah not know. the, the pin, <laughs> and it
2: <laughs> and I do know Jordan Fliptronic he loved he loved the Star Wars art so much that he thought about buying a pin the pin, the home pin version of it just because he wanted the art in his house and he knew it played fun and he thought it would be more fun than the real Steve Ritchie Star Wars pin. So there are some people that love themes so much that they would consider it. knowing Greg Bone, Mr. Jurassic Park himself, if there was a uh, if there was another Jurassic Park <laughs> pin with a different design, he'd probably buy it right? Oh yeah,
1: I mean no doubt. If if the home pin's coming out, it's going to be a theme that will move units. They're not going to waste a lower tier theme on something like this because the reality is, it doesn't really matter what the design is for this pen. What matters is is theme. The theme is one hundred percent everything for this type of product. So it it has to be a high end theme. And I know we were kind of talking back and forth what it could possibly be. And the more and more I think about, the more that Jurassic Park just makes sense or something to do with that. Because I think it's too early to do Mando because star Wars is still out there. And I know that they're still producing star Wars home pens as well. Yeah. So I don't think that they would do a Mando. I thought maybe possibly Avengers, but honestly, I mean, I'm a huge Avengers fan, but let's face facts. Jurassic park would move more units like compared to each other. And there's a new Jurassic park movie coming out next summer. So yeah, it makes
2: sense. Would do you think they would ever do an exclusive theme though to a pin, the home pin version?
1: Well, I mean they have before, but, like heavy metal.
2: Uh, well, okay, Heav- uh, okay, Primus. not not crazy expensive. Whoa, would they ever do Nelly? a Yeah, would they ever do a budget friendly <laughs> version that wasn't exclusive? Like Dennis Creel joked around so, that he thinks uh-huh. it's going to be My Little Ponies.
1: Are you talking you about know? like a a budget friendly? Wait, what do you mean non exclusive? Like, like
2: that. That's what I mean. Like, so like hot, like heavy metal was what? Those were like eight, ten thousand. 10,000. Like they were crazy expensive. So the point of the home, these home pin versions is they're supposed to be cheaper. They're the affordable. If you go to Stern's website, these are the affordable options. Like that's the drop down. Do you I think w- they would ever have My Little Ponies? Do you think they would do a My Little Ponies no. affordable option, but not. Well, Three first versions. of all, yeah. first
1: of all, I think it's adorable, Joel, that you're saying the affordable pinball option. Isn't that know, what it
2: says on their website, Stern Pinball? Y- y- the- what
1: do you think the home pin's going to retail at right now? I bet it's going to be fifty five hundred to six thousand dollars bare minimum. Okay,
2: if I'm on Stern's website right now, games you okay. have games right below. I know that. they're going game affordable home game, and if you click affordable home game, that's where you see Star Wars pin that's the op. so i hope i don't know it'll be it'll be <laughs> msrp
3: $4, is uh 45.99 they're gonna say
1: okay yeah. so that means they're gonna be 55 6,000 oh, by christmas i mean this is face facts that's yeah. what it's gonna be there's nothing else coming out just godzilla and this what, uh, like what nobody's gonna buy anything from spooky because they're all spoken for i don't know if american pinball is coming out with anything You know, Jersey Jack—they got Wonkas, and those are over ten thousand. I mean, we're not—I don't think we're going to see these, even though Stern is saying forty-five hundred dollars. I think a distributor would be insane. The price is any lower than fifty-five hundred dollars? Oh boy, honestly, because they're leaving money on the table. And if you're a distributor, right, and you have people canceling orders right now because you already had to go up in price. Right? For your other Stern stuff. There's people that lost Mm -hmm. orders because of that. You gotta make up that money somewhere. Well that's
3: that's the other thing that sucks. I mean, you're you're talking about a home pin coming out and yet people have been waiting like five, six months for for games to be built. That sucks.
1: Hey, we got we got to keep this this train rolling. We we don't care about the people that want the games right now. We we need to make the games <laughs> yeah. for the people that Gotta don't know making, keep... that they want the game yet.
2: <laughs> okay, That's well, what we got. <laughs> they said that on the podcast that it's like, what if? So, what if you have? Um, this was Zach Sharp, right? That was he, this was on um, Pinball Profile. No, it was on Final Round when Zach Sharp was on there. He said it. Let's we know we have this was all hypothetical, but let's say right. we know we have thousands of Mando orders that are out there, but we don't have parts for Mando. Maybe they're waiting on ramps. Maybe they're waiting on, you know, the Grogu sculpt or something. So do we stop the line and not release Godzilla because we're waiting on Mando parts? Or do you go ahead and move forward with Godzilla, which they ordered parts for that a year ago? You know, that's why they have to keep this. They have to keep this constantly moving. So the reality is they've already, they probably ordered parts for this pin, eight months ago, a year ago, and they're sitting there ready to go and they got to keep that line moving. And, um, I, I can only imagine the logistics that go on in the background here with Stern. Like it's the issue isn't, Hey, we need to keep the, you know, we, we don't have enough sales of this game to keep it moving. No, (laughs) they've got sales galore. It's just, do they have the parts? prepared yep. and ready to go it's a so, good
0: um, a
3: good problem to have <laughs> yeah, for
1: boy. sure so okay going back to your question earlier joel you were talking about a one-off game yeah such as like what like what well, you're just talking about uh, so, just a theme on its own that hasn't been a theme on the adult size pin. well yeah that's my thought that's is
2: if 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 the point of the pin the home mm-hmm. pins if the point of that is for non pinball people to get them into this hobby maybe this is supposed to be more family friendly that's why i'm thinking well like maybe there is a family friendly theme like i know this i don't actually think it's this but if it's my little ponies or paw patrol or something right. like that where it's let's do this theme can we it's think not of a, a big cooler enough theme.
3: theme joel <laughs> yeah. Well, I, like I get, yeah. I get,
1: what, you, I get yeah. what you're saying, Joel. Yeah, yeah. You really want to buy a pen for your kids? <laughs> right. That's no, what you're saying. I don't. And I you got not. one yeah. right behind you right now. It's called Hot, hot wheels. wheels. You got yeah. it already. Yeah. No, I I get what you're saying, but here's the issue that you run into right now. That the harsh reality is there's not going to be too many eight year olds out there writing a five thousand dollar check. So. <laughs> Most likely it's going to be the adults buying the game. And I just, I don't know. I don't know about you guys. I love my kids to death, but there's no way in hell I'm going to spend $5,000 on just a single product for them because of the theme. You know what I mean? It's, It's one of those things that I think the themes that got to come out from pinball, right? Have to reflect what the adult wants. And then the kid is just going to have to come along for the ride. I mean, that's just the reality of it. I think anybody out there listening that's into pinball and they have kids, you guys understand you want your kids to love pinball, right? Right. But the themes that they love is not your sole buying decision. I don't, if, if there's somebody out there listening that that's what they do, God bless you. Adopt (laughs) me, please. But I mean, I just don't see that being a buying habit. And I think because of that, Say you do have one of those themes, Joel, I don't think it moves as many units as something that an adult can identify with. Now, what I do agree with you on about this, I think if we lean into this a little bit more, I think finding B tier or even C tier themes to where you're running like only about $500, if that makes financial sense for Stern, because obviously we don't know their financials, but I think it would make a lot of sense to run something like that for 500 like imagine a talladega knights 500 <laughs> units on a home pin or something like that or the office or yeah some but those type
2: would sell of, out you know those would sell out well that's right? the point
1: that's the point that's yeah. what i mean you're not clogging up the line you're making the money that you need to make i mean i could see something like that happening that you're saving your a tier themes to your bigger pens
2: I mean I was trying to think about that. I mean it did, at that point it's well what's the bigger goal right cuz if if the bigger goal is we want to get more pinball buyers out there so it's like well let's let's give them a more home cost affordable option well let's also give them a theme that's going to be wanted so in my mind it was like well what if what if it was announced tomorrow that Jack Danger just made Pokemon and Pokemon is a pin well the reality is that those would sell Those would absolutely sell because there's going to be families that would want that. But you also realize there's that's a whole bunch of Pokemon Le's that they just left because those would Pokemon would sell out premiums Le's. I mean, they would all. So it's like, well, what's the goal? Is it for Stern to make money here, or is it to get more people in the hobby? Do you give them a? Do you give them? Yeah, I don't know. You
1: can you can do both. It's just too big of a theme. I mean, look at what Spooky did. Spooky showed that you could bring out a theme that hardly anybody even knows about Mm -hmm. and you could convince them that they want it.
2: Ultraman, yeah.
1: Yeah, you could convince everybody that they want that. You know, and that's a theme that was off everybody's radar. So if Spooky can do that, I fully believe Stern could do something like that as well. The question is, is it in their best interest to do that? And I don't know if necessarily it is because... You know, in all reality, you're not necessarily trying to break the bank and make a ton of money by doing that. You're just trying to create new consumers, new potential customers that will adopt your pros and premiums and LEs in the future. That's ultimately what you're trying to do because the yeah. customer base for home pens, the vast majority are going to be first time buyers.
2: Yeah, but OK. I, and, Tom, OK, so if it's, yeah, that's what sure. I was about to shoot over. Oh, to Tom. Home, <laughs> yeah. home
1: pen for Tom. What no. do you think?
3: Oh <laughs> no. I don't think I I don't think it's gonna happen.
2: Uh, but that's we know though that it's not marketed towards us, right? Right. So it's of like course. yeah. Well if at least is, not
1: Tom or me. Yeah, oh, I, don't, yeah. I mean two Maybe.
2: pros aren't even marketed towards Tom, so <laughs> <laughs> <That's true>.
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I
3: I'll be honest, I actually have thought about buying the uh home Pin Star Wars edition. Well, again, you think about buying
2: me.
1: everything.
3: Well, though. that's true.
2: That's true. To <laughs> so put in your house or to put in your office,
3: either or. Yeah. or are
1: you going to put it in Neil's room? Is that what you do?
3: I, I don't think that's allowed <laughs> in my house.
1: Oh, no. okay. That's okay. fair.
3: <laughs> that's fair.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I think I mean I. It's crazy the, the way everything is right now, and the fact that there is literally distributors don't have inventory. Whatever they announce tomorrow is going to sell. Now, do I think it's going to sell any more or less depending on who designs it? I don't. And that's nothing against the designer. If it is Jack Danger, I don't I don't think I don't mean this at, at with at all any disrespect to Jack, but I don't think his name actually brings any more sales s- sales to this no. game. Yeah. Well, no, it's because just,
1: nobody outside the pinball hobby, that's very... And that's even then, like, everybody knows who Elwin or John Borg or Brian Eddy is that's into pinball. Yeah. Not everybody knows who Jack Danger is that's into pinball. And that's mm-hmm. just reality of it because that's exclusive to Twitch or whoever's actually watching the uh, videos on Stern. But that being said, that doesn't mean he can't get there. So no. if he is the one designing, thats he, it's actually a good spot to be in that... He's on a pin that it's not really, it doesn't really matter who the designer of it is. So that pressure of that isn't necessarily there. And there may not be that pressure that we talked about, about having to follow up a Keith Elwin pen. So I mean, this is kind of best case scenario. Get yeah. your feet wet. And I'm sure whoever did design it, whether it's Jack or maybe it's somebody else. Maybe it could be somebody that we're not even thinking of.
2: Maybe it's Ray Day. Ray Day. Nice it, job, man. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> who knows?
1: Maybe it's maybe it's Gomez. Maybe Gomez yeah. came back and did, I, maybe, I don't know. Maybe
3: it's Zach money. <laughs> oh, boy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this is a, he's yeah. supposed to be doing something for <laughs> pinball adventures.
2: Yeah, is that funny factory I uh, does this that. instead <laughs> i don't know i don't know who it is and i think it's uh i'm excited to read you know we'll be surprised when when they announce it tomorrow i don't uh, it i don't this well, is cool not, yeah well they're
1: as of this podcast they announced it yesterday so we're all oh, not yeah if surprised this comes out on yeah, yeah we'll remember see. we got a time travel here even though this is monday night, yeah, yeah so
2: even so we're gonna act like we've already seen it tom you're clearly not buying one um yeah let's just let's review (laughs) it real quick we got
1: we got 30 seconds to review the home pin tom Um, there you go
3: uh it's got some nice ramps and
2: pop bumpers Mm, that are all connected they all fire at the same time that which is neat yeah
3: that is pretty cool slingshots as well
2: the animations look great they're just kind of small
1: and, I, uh, I am just, I am shocked by the design. It just it uh, blows away the original Jurassic Park from Stern. <laughs> unbelievable.
2: I think it's right. It, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And yep. Uh, yep. art looks, uh, it's there, it's there, it's on. It looks great. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's got uh, legs.
1: It's got flippers. It's got a back box. <laughs> hey, it came out before
2: Raza. It's yeah. all that matters. There we go.
3: All and, right. And Travis is just amazed that Keith Elwin did this design.
2: Wow. Yep.
3: He could. He
1: could.
2: Yeah. I don't doubt it. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. Keith yeah.
1: Elwin would design a home pin on his bathroom break. What are we talking about hey, right now? The
2: reality is if, if Keith Elwin designed this, I'm pretty sure Tom would buy it at that I, point. It's, yeah, it's Tom it's and Travis. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, if, I, if there might, was, yeah. If
2: Keith Elwin made the home pin version of Avengers, Travis would get it and set it right next to his Elwin. You know what? Yeah. They
1: just need to make a Keith Elwin home pin. Like just, <laughs> it, it, Yeah. It's just a story of being... Elwyn himself
2: i know and have to go wow. to this pinball tournament i know one person that would buy game.
3: it and that's travis's wife monica, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, monica. look at this
2: first pin she'd allow in their bedroom That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. all right well um it's cool uh, you know more pinball is always fun so i'm excited to see what happens there um but yeah, we have, uh, we'll have. we dive into, speaking of more pinball tournaments. Tournaments, you yes. guys have been Woo! playing in them. I, yes. I would love to participate in this conversation, but this is normally where I sit back and don't talk. So we have one that you've been at, and then you have one that's coming up. So let's talk real quick about the Klee pin. Klee Tra- pin, the two of you guys played that. How'd that go? Travis,
3: tell everybody I kicked my ass. Go ahead.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Tom and I, we had a great time. It was at Cleveland, Ohio. At least I think it was. Is that Mm -hmm. where Clepen was?
2: That sounds about right.
1: Well, we might have been in another town. Was it Cleveland or were we in a suburb?
3: Uh, wasn't it like Independence, Ohio?
1: Oh yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. Yeah. No, it was uh, good
3: for something out of this (laughs) podcast.
1: No, it was a lot of fun. I mean, it was a pump and dump. So it was basically three days worth of just playing games over and over again, trying to put up high scores on both classics and moderns, and. Tom and I, we not only enjoyed each other's company, playing and going out to eat and everything. We ended up in the same group. Oh, I yes. believe in was it in the uh, modern finals and the that
3: is that is correct in the in quarterfinals, quarter
1: yeah, right. So Tom played. Well, we got to give credit where credit's due. Tom played the day before, so this was on a Saturday night, right? You had to play your first round. Yes. And I think Tom, you had to come back on your last game of Funhouse. Remember how
3: dejected I was after playing Harlem.
1: Yes, he he was. I was was ready to hang myself, Joel. Oh wow!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
3: It was was
1: breaking my heart. Yeah, I believe what happened was Tom had. So Tom was the two seed in his group, which meant that he got to pick. Basically, what position he goes in because the first seed is usually going to pick the game, yes. which that's why I believe is Rod Lawrence that yes. was in who, your group.
3: Who, so who won classics?
1: Right, yeah. right. So a very good player, and everybody that's in yes. finals, they were all very good to exceptional. They're, they could all play. Let's just put it that way. Yes, except for Tom Graf on his yes. first game of Harlem Globetrotters, oh which God. is fine. It so was... Tom, I remember this. Tom played Globetrotters. And we're like, Tom's going to rip this up. He's got this and everything. And then he put up like, I don't know, twenty thousand on ball one or yeah, something. it was
3: it was bad.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just it's okay. He was just warming up. He just forgot to flip. <laughs> he, he wasn't worried about. It. He thought the ball save was on. Yeah. I and mean, apparently, Harlem Globetrotters does not have a ball save, and Who that's perfectly thought? okay. Who would have yeah, thought? Right. But yeah, I mean, I think you had what? about one hundred ninety-five thousand on that, and then. Yeah. I know you you were a little bummed by that because was. that was good enough. Yeah, it was good enough for and, last. Yeah, so and had zero I, I felt good very good
3: comfortable in last. Harlem. I mean, for the most part, but I I yeah, I was I was bummed I didn't play as well on it, I guess.
1: But Yeah, I mean you usually do really well on it. And yeah. so then you guys went to NBA fast break and I believe you took second on that, which gave you two points.
2: Correct. Do they do NBA in tournament? Do they do NBA fast break with uh like uh, like shots, like points, or is it? Do they do the code where it's it's, thousands it's the of m points?
3: it's the NBA scoring? So, okay. yep. so it's like three, one, three two one, two one or for three your yeah. shots.
2: So, what yep. is a? Uh, I'm just curious because I had a fast break. So, mm-hmm. this is actually something I know a little bit. But, like, what was? Do you remember what your score was? I'm at, actually
3: like, looking at it because it's on uh, Neverdrains.com. Dole, hmm. uh, I can
1: tell you what my score was. Oh in yeah, I,
3: Travis <laughs> what was it? blew it up.
1: Oh yeah, it was. Shit, maybe I can't tell you what it was. It was
3: four hundred <laughs> was
1: something, wasn't
2: 400? it? Four hundred.
1: Wow. Yeah, like, it was. Uh, it was like a twenty-five minute game. Oh man, no, I was, didn't get a
2: home. I think my highest score so, was in the two hundreds.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it was three hundred and sixty-one. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it, it was huge. I, yeah, I got around to the the main wizard, or I guess it's the main wizard. time. Yeah, did on you get it, a ring? It, no. So here's the funny part. This was my third time to ever play this. And, but I knew where the shots were because it's pretty much a fan layout. If you have a fan layout and all the shots are right there in front of you, yeah, like I'm good to go on it. But what happened was, is I got all the way around to, I guess, playing for a ring. What's that mode called? I don't even know what it's called. For the Uh, ring? Yeah.
2: It's the championship game, right? Or it's world champ. I don't know.
1: It's it's something. Anyways. Yeah. It's the very last thing. So I ended up playing that twice in the same game. But you didn't win a ring? I didn't win. Nope, I lost both of them. Because you, yeah, you, you have to, yeah. You have,
3: but you don't shots, get any points for winning a ring, right? No, it's you're just supposed
1: a... to. Uh, oh. According to IFPA, you're supposed to be awarded 100 points Whoa. if you win a ring. But to my knowledge, I don't think they were awarding it.
2: That's okay. a so, lot of points yeah, to win a because,
1: ring. Because right, because I had somebody come over and ask me, "Did I get my hundred points?" Because they saw my score at 361, and I was like, "No, I." I botched that both times, so um, it's kind of well, weird. Yeah, yeah, you're supposed to get a hundred, but I don't think they were giving that away.
2: Well, you don't know because you didn't you didn't win the ring.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <So> you <laughs> don't know <laughs> if you would have got points. Yeah, <laughs> it was horrible. But so Tom ended up though coming back on on house, which was yes. awesome on oh, his I last ball, ball through, which, which was pretty sweet. Yeah, and I I don't even know. Did you realize you were coming back there?
3: Yes. Or were no, you just I, in the zone? No. What? A little of both, but yeah, I knew if, I knew I had to do the things, which was basically multi-ball and, uh, get the, uh, <clears throat> get the, uh, I had 2 million lit at Rudy to start the multi-ball. So it, w- it was lit for a million and then you get a million for starting it. So I know I had 2 million in the bag there. And then I, hit, I think I hit the, uh, the jackpot shot, which is at that, the trap door. And, uh, that pretty much sealed it.
1: There you go, and then Joel. The very next day, Tom Graff and I not only ate breakfast together, and we were in the same group. We were with, uh, yeah, we got grouped up with Jared August and and Tyler Sutton and Tyler Sutton, yeah, and Jared. For those that don't know, he's he's an okay player. He's all right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Just yeah, he's he's so. Is it. Is it, I mean, you guys, I would consider, I'm assuming you consider each other friends. Is it, is it, <laughs> would you prefer to be, I mean, now you're playing direct, like, would you prefer to be playing with your friends or no, you don't want to, cause you're essentially I, knocking each other out or attempting I mean, to, right?
1: At a tournament, you pretty much know everybody already.
2: So yeah. you're pretty much yeah. playing
1: with friends no matter what.
2: Just cuz you know them doesn't mean you're friends with them, Travis. Well, I, I mean, you may consider. think you're friends with them, but that doesn't mean they think you're friends.
1: Shit, you're probably right. <laughs> I got to reevaluate yeah. my friendships here yeah. in Pinball.
2: <laughs> well, they know me, so we have to be friends, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly.
1: <laughs> no, so, I, I yeah, mean, I don't I don't mind it. I mean, I don't want to I root for the people in my group for the most part. Like it, it's one of those weird things to where I get more relief if they drain and I happen to be ahead, but I'm not rooting against them. Like it doesn't, I'm competitive, Yeah. but if they get ahead of me, you know, so be it. I I don't know. I wouldn't be like that in sports, but in pinball, I'm kind of just like, I'm rooting for somebody else. And even then, even during demolition, man, we were actually kind of talking back and forth, our group as a whole about what's going on with this machine, because there's a particular, I forget if it's the mystery mode or whatever it is to where it actually stays, in order. So if you can tell that somebody got a certain I guess a computer award, that's what it was. It would fall under a certain sequence. And so we were all kind of paying attention to that. So that's kind of the way that I am in my groups. I don't mind talking to my groups. I'm not necessarily going to give away rule sets or something like that, but if I know that somebody already has a good handle on the game, we might talk about you know all oh, this flipper feels like this or oh the tilt might be a little tight here so yeah travis I mean, was like tom you
3: only need two million to beat me uh, if you just hit that shot over there <laughs>
1: <laughs> i told tom just go up there and just rage tilt on ball one just show us all his boss
3: and i probably would have did better had i done
2: <laughs> so what was the outcome then two of you guys played each other or were in each other's group i don't want to talk about man? it <laughs> no just in in the overall this was classics right
1: uh yeah so yeah yeah poor tom i yeah. don't were you in the, were you in the running in spider-man or were no, you already out I, of it?
3: I i took two uh i i played okay. terrible in demo man and jurassic park and when jared played you know when he picked spider-man i was like great you know I, why didn't you pick this first game no,
1: it's okay. Um, oh, I remember that now. Yeah, because that was the game that you felt really confident on because oh, you yeah. put up an excellent score in qualifying. Okay, Joel, I remember this now because I went to the bathroom because I was like, Tom <laughs> is just going to crush this. Us. It's fine. Yeah, this is hilarious. So I go to the bathroom <laughs> and somebody else in my group's in there. And so, you know, we go use the bathroom because that's three, what guys do. All three, guys, you went yeah. to the bathroom. Well, yeah, then somebody in,
2: pee in groups. Is that yeah, right exactly. Yeah. Then
1: Jared followed us and he's in the bathroom. So I'm washing my hands. And all of a sudden Tom's in there and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, what? And I'm so confused right now. No. Well, I think maybe even then I think Jared came in right after you. Uh, yeah. That's what it was because I was so confused why everybody was in the bathroom together. Cause this is supposed to be a longer playing game. And I'm like, what the hell is everybody doing in here? And Tom said, Oh, my ball's already over. And I'm like, you, and you had time to walk all the way to the bathroom too, because it's down a long hallway. Oh boy. It's not even close by the playing I, area.
3: I literally, um, I, I think I, I bricked my first shot and it just went down and I was like, yeah, oh that, that's it. Ball one,
1: Yeah. It, it was, rough, I did so. end up
3: taking second on that, but it it was, you, you took first, you came back on ball three and beat my score. And,
0: yeah,
3: I mean, we, I mean, a lot of this, they weren't like super impressive scores, but you had like 51 million. I had 46. Uh, the, yeah. the weird thing was, uh, Jared, Jared just had like two God awful balls. Uh, and then he really came back on ball three to take third because it was a weird scenario. Cause if, if Tyler had actually passed you uh yeah and, and got was, first he could have knocked out or at least had some no there was of, a
1: scenario there was a scenario where jared would have gotten eliminated because jared had six points if he, he would have got zero he would have stuck no,
3: it would have been a tiebreaker between tyler and jared
1: no. Yeah yeah, no yeah yeah no yeah no
3: yeah because tyler I tyler had three points I'm looking at okay, it right. Maybe now. it would be. Yeah.
1: I'm looking <laughs> I think at it it would right be now. a tiebreaker. Wouldn't it have been a tiebreaker between Well, no, it wouldn't have no, because I if would... I would have if are... I would have got a two, that would have given me seven, right? If uh, Tyler would have yes. gotten a four, four plus three is seven. Yeah, Jared would have been eliminated right there. Unless if he took last, it, it, he would have been eliminated.
2: Oh, you're right. I'm you're right. Ooh. You're right. Don't doubt the Ooh. Oklahoma math over here. You're Joel, right. you
1: do the same thing to me.
2: <laughs> I believe everything you say, Travis. No, what are you talking true. about? Yeah, no, you're you're right. I'm sorry.
3: Yeah, hey, he would. No, have...
1: It's okay. In in Oklahoma, we work hard. <laughs> you know, counting to ten. That <laughs> we work really hard all the way up through. I told about you these late night podcasts. They're yeah. killing me.
2: All right, so it's. So, tra- you won. So, what was the end result of the? Well,
1: okay, so I ended up coming back on Spider Man just because I found the left spinner, yes. and all I did was just hit that like ten, eleven, twelve times in a row, and I just caught it. I just kept doing that. It was like it was just a cheesiest way- spinner. Yep, it was the cheesiest way to win, but that was but the so only what? safe way to play. Yeah. Yep. So the win's a win, and then yeah, then I moved on to semifinals where I had Jared in my group again. I believe I had DJ. Uh, Ryle might pronounce that right. Yeah. And then I had somebody by the name of uh Raymond Davidson.
3: Oh, that guy. As our bus driver. He's, yeah, pretty, that he's guy. pretty good.
1: Yeah. He, he picks fun house and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going <laughs> to annihilate this. I can't wait. And I'm sitting next to Tom and Raymond's literally playing fun house for like 30 freaking minutes.
3: I think he had <laughs> like 18 or 19 million ball one. Yeah. I want to say yeah. it was something crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But Long story short, I ended up getting eliminated in that round. And I think I got sixth place. Yeah, sixth place overall. So. Did you get any money
2: for that? Oh yeah. I
1: did, a little bit. I forget what it was, but yeah, we got a little bit. It, it was, was over
2: 10, cl- so you don't... Re- it's hard yeah, to count. it was
1: over 10. I mean, <laughs> I I think I ended up about 75 in the hole for the entire weekend. Nice. For everything paid out. So I, I didn't mind that. And then we got so, to go eat lunch, which was... Awesome. Yes. Hmm. That was the, that was the best part of it that was the eating highlight. The
3: e- eating was
1: what, the highlight of the whole thing. Well, the best What's part right? was walking to the melt bar. <laughs> the the fir- first time. the first time. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was you, <laughs> me, Ray, uh, somebody else is there with us in Monica. Yes. And we were so I'm trying to get out ahead of this because I know Tom's gonna paint me in a horrible light here. But let's just say I don't regret anything. I think I'm still <laughs> correct on this.
2: Okay, go ahead, Tom. All right. So here's so, Tom painting you in the correct light. That's what I'm ready for. Here we go. So <laughs> yeah. so
3: it's a four-lane street, busy street, and uh, the the restaurants cross the street from us right in the middle of two intersections. And Travis is like, Tom, we need to go back to the other <laughs> in, intersection and cross. And I'm like, Mike Travis, we'll just wait for traffic and he's like no tom Graf, we need to do this so i'm like so raymond and i were like okay we'll cross and you and monica can go go back and so like we're raymond and i are literally strolling across the street <laughs> waving to travis and monica still waiting for the the crosswalk to change as, as we're uh, we're getting to the restaurant but so uh, they don't
2: jaywalk in Oklahoma. That's what I'm. They hearing.
3: will not jaywalk.
1: No, you don't. Travis you was very scared. He was going to get I hit. I want to do that.
3: <laughs> I'm like, I lived in Chicago and crossed <laughs> no. busier streets. It's I'm yeah. like Travis, you'll be fine. Nope.
2: Yeah, Gotta but you can't it count his on way. having two. He can't count on having two working headlights in a car in Oklahoma. So you know, <laughs> those cars will sneak up on you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> So pin was fun. I'm glad to hear you yes. guys survived. Um, awesome. So that was the tournament that was done. We'll go ahead and plug away now. I know, Tom, this is this is your baby, but uh, you got a big tournament coming up. Uh, this is, this is
1: everybody's it. baby. Starts tomorrow. Let's go. Go ahead, Tom.
3: Sorry. The, I got no, excited. No, that's okay. Pinball Super Series at Ooh. District 82 Pinball. So we're going to have six tournaments over four days. Wow. I am going to stream it on my Fox Cities pinball channel uh, starting at 5 o'clock central on Thursday night. and On Twitch. Uh, on Twitch, thank you. And there are going to be a lot of good players, Travis. You, you yes. included.
1: Yes, I am going to be there. They, and uh, there's going to be some other people there there are and
3: actually 22 top 100 ifpa players gonna be there wow
1: so wow. some pretty good players yeah i mean i would just like to inform all of them right now i plan on winning <laughs> all six tournaments <laughs> so i'm sorry you guys made the trip but hey at least second place whoppers will be worth a lot
2: six tournaments starting on thursday so thursday friday saturday sunday yeah four days
1: so wow. one one tournament
3: on Thursday, two on Friday, two Saturday, and one on Sunday.
2: Now, you said the escape room was letting you borrow Godzilla. Is Godzilla going to be there for the tournament?
3: It is going to be there. Uh, it's going to be set on, on free play like all the other games, but it's not going to be in the tournament. Okay. So people can, you know, between rounds or breaks, go uh, go and play it, which is pretty cool.
2: Very cool. So it's already, is anybody, I mean, people that are listening to this, can they still sign up for this or is this kind of already? It is really sold out. Really sold out. Yeah, really sold not just kind
1: of like, sold out. It's really sold out. Okay. Really exclusive, Joel. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know you really wanted to go to this. I was it. I, you know, <laughs> you're not allowed to come. I
2: think Nicole was probably going to let me, but really sold out, guys. You so. know,
1: maybe we might let, I don't know, David Dennis, if he shows up, oh, we might oh let God. him in.
2: <laughs> oh, Lord. But-, but
1: so in all seriousness though, if you're listening to this and you're into tournament pinball or watching pinball, this is something that you definitely want to tune into yeah, because there out. will be. Yeah. Cause there's going to be so many world-class players there that legitimately every group, the whole entire time is going to just be crazy groups. You're going to see some pairings that leads to some high level pinball, some high level decisions. It's going to be pretty exciting. And I think overall from the point distribution that we saw, first place is probably going to be somewhere around 70 Whopper points, just that, to give you an idea. Per, which tur- is just, per tournament. Right, per tournament, which is massive. So there hasn't been, at least in America, there hasn't been this string of tournaments together in this uh, to have this many. I think the closest one that's come to that, that was obviously worth a little bit more because it's a major, was out at n And I think they had yeah. four tournaments total yep. out there. So I don't think there's been something this with this many players
2: very cool do you know what i mean joel does that make sense i mean six it makes total sense if you're into competitive pinball and you only have to travel to one spot you're gonna multiple days uh that we should have recorded on sunday and you guys would have been zombies and uh (laughs) you probably not even want to say the word pinball (laughs) i I think travis is going to be
3: on a plane unless his his flight gets canceled again oh gosh yeah so travis is actually
2: going to be at your house for is travis staying with you the whole time no he's he's only just one day unless
3: unless he gets stranded on sunday which probably will happen
1: i i legitimately (laughs) decided to get a hotel that's just a couple of miles away from the place because I'm just like, I need to sleep. Because we're going to be on our feet all day long. Yeah. Is it a hotel and,
3: or a BnB and b It's a hotel. Okay.
1: I forget That's what fair. hotel. That's fair. But it is a hotel. Yep. yep. I'm rooming with a couple of buddies. Uh, Dominic Kasich and uh, Austin uh, Trent from Oklahoma. One of my Oklahoma buddies. He's going to come out there and he's going he's gonna to try to do his power stance and play. Because he literally does the splits when he plays. So we'll see oh, how that goes. I'll
3: introduce him to Tim Enders. He does the same thing.
1: Oh, mm. man. They could... So they hit it just, yeah,
2: <laughs> well, that's buddies. awesome. Well, I will definitely tune it. I mean, there's. It sounds like there's going to be a lot of footage there. So, Fox city's pinball, like always, uh, you know, Tom, you kill it with that. So, hopefully, streaming goes well. You don't drop too many cameras and uh yeah. yeah just <laughs> don't give don't give Travis any excuse to blame a loss on you and your equipment. That's Maybe true. Be good. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. Well, I think we only have we have two segments to go. They are clearly the most popular segments of the stream. Uh, are you guys ready to go for Triple Combo? Triple Combo, you guys ready for this? Sure. Yes. All right, here we go.
1: Welcome to Triple Burger. How can I help you? Yeah, can I get the combo, please? Did you want the single, the double, or the triple? <laughs> I think I'll have the... Triple
3: Combo. Yeah. Are you done?
2: Yep. <laughs> go ahead. I freaking love that intro. <laughs> I love it so much. Yep. All right. Triple combo. Uh, I know we had uh, one or two podcasts recently where we uh, didn't do this. So here we go. I know uh, we've had people ask about it. We are going to do tonight. We are doing triple combo Deadpool, 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 Deadpool. Uh, everyone's favorite game. I'm just assuming that because it's probably mine. I freaking love Deadpool. Deadpool's uh, just a great, great game. Um I will go ahead and start off. I do the novice section. So if you are a just beginner player or friends and family come over to play a game, you know, what's what do they need to know to play Deadpool? Um, few things. Uh, number one, the scoop. The scoop is go- how you're going to start a battle. So that's just very easy. You just point to it. It's actually lit. It's red. You just say, yep, get the ball in there. Boom. Boom. You hit that shot, you're going to start a battle. When you start a battle, you can select which character you want. So it's either going to be Mystique, Sabertooth, or Juggernaut. And then depending on which character you select, lights are going to be shot to defeat them. So normally I tell people, hit the scoop, pick Sabertooth. What you're going to notice when you pick Sabretooth is the spinner up the middle, the spinner on the left, or the shot on the right, back into the bop, pops. Those shots are going to do damage to sabretooth. So just, I mean, it's literally tell him, hit the scoop, hit some of those shots and watch his health bar go down. And once it goes all the way down, hit the scoop again, boom, you killed the guy. That's usually enough direction for them to have something that they're excited to do. I am surprised even my dad, knowing just that little bit, will play the game over and over just to do that. He just wants to see that final knockout punch. So it is a fun, easy to describe, fun feeling achievement. Um, other things that you can achieve in the game would be Deadpool, little Deadpool multiball, which are you have the three drop targets right in the middle of the playfield. If you hit those down enough, uh, eventually the ball will be trapped by little Deadpool. You hit that shot again, you're in a multiball people like multiballs. And then the last thing to kind of try to get somebody to do is you point to the Katana lock shot. And you're like, if you can hit this ball right here, you're going to see that ball whiz around the play field. It goes right, then across the playfield to the left, up the ramp, down the ramp, gets locked in the katana. It's just a really unique shot, one that I think everybody should experience. And if they can hit that shot three times, they're going to be in a multi-ball. So, um, unfortunately, Deadpool uh, does not have any uh, like additional modes. You know, where you hold the flippers in and you go straight to a mode or experience something. Now, I know Tanya was. Daniel Kleiss, the guy that, uh, has, is the coder for this. He was very involved with insider connect. So I know all of the games, Dwight Sullivan actually confirmed that basically when the games come out, there will be a code update for every game. Obviously there needs to be code to understand how to use insider connect. So maybe there would be a chance that he would add or would, would add something like that to Deadpool. That would be pretty cool. But, um, otherwise, yeah, the, that's pretty much it for novice. Just, um, Focus on battles and uh, experience those things. So uh, that's it for me. We can dive into wizard mode. Wizard mode is uh, which one of you is doing wizard mode? I, I
3: was going to do the wizard mode.
2: All right, Tom, let's hear it. Wizard mode. So, how do you complete the game? How do you beat the game?
3: So, there's actually three wizard modes in the game. So, and they're all uh, involve Mr. Sinister. So, there's the Mega Crackladonosaurus Rex. Which you have to complete both of your your t rex and your megalodon quests and then uh also uh play out your your sauron uh multi ball uh
2: yeah.
3: and that's a pretty cool mode you gotta hit the blue shots to build up your jackpot and then you uh the drop targets will come down you gotta hit the uh the little deadpool to uh weaken the the uh the monster so that's pretty cool and then uh, the second one is the clone multiball which to start that you have to uh, uh, basically complete uh, all all the uh, all the villains so juggernaut mystique Sabretooth, uh two times and uh, clone multiball I don't know a lot about I, I think that's just a multiball you you, you basically hit the the blue jackpots. Um, and then, uh, the final is the, the final battle where you have to, uh, come, uh, you have to play out both of the, uh, Mr. Sinister modes beforehand. And then also have played, uh, mech suit multiball.
2: So how do uh, you start mech suit Ball?
3: How do you start mech suit multiball? I believe it's 45 weapons.
2: Yeah. Thank you. Weapons are combos. Thank you. There you go. Weapons are, so a combo shot in Deadpool, just like any other combo where you string more than one shot together. Well, you collect your combos or you collect your weapons by hitting the scoop. Um, yeah. So 45 after you do that, as long as you're not in a mode or anything, then that'll be lit. You hit the scoop and boom. Um, boom. That's a pretty, that's a really cool mode. And, and what Tom was saying to defeat the villains. So you have, there's three villains um, to once you've it's lit initially but once you defeat one you then have to spell dead on the left side to light battle again right it's right. dead or pool it's dead i'm pretty sure so you spell dead then you do your battle again so it's you you play three guys and then you do Sauron on multi-ball right. then the three guys are lit again you do it again that's how you get to the first mini wizard mode um and then the other thing is you have your quests your quests are lit by you got to punch your chimichanga card, so you hit the the right orbit. Then you have to hit a certain number of shots to fill that up. That's how you. And then your quests are started at the scoop. That's how you do the uh, the uh, the make the shark and the T Rex. Um, and that's how you get to that Megalo whatever that you said. So um, it's pretty self explanatory actually to get all the way to the wizard mode, but it's it's achievable. That's some people complain about that game. You know, high high end players feel like the game's almost too easy. But I'll tell you right now, I am nowhere. Well, I'm not a high end player, but I have not, I have not beaten this game at all. So, nice job, Tom. Thank uh, you, Travis. Thank you. I guarantee you're going to talk more about Mech Suit when it comes to tournament strategy.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, hang on. I got to clear my throat real quick. Apologies.
2: All right. I mean, he did have literally my entire segment and Tom's to do uh, I know. that. But we we is... could
1: edit it out, but you're probably not. So, <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> so here we
2: go. All right.
1: So, this is for match play. And I'm going to assume that you have a ball saver on because most people playing this will most likely have a ball saver on. What I like to do is I like to use my ball save time to actually knock down little Deadpool targets. That's what I prefer to do. I know a lot of people will go for the super skill shot. but to me, I think the little Deadpool multiball is very important on your opening tactic. I think it's important enough to not worry about the 5 million points that you get for your Katana ramp super skill shot that a lot of people go for or even going up top. The reason why you don't want to plunge just for up top on the in lane is because your ball save time will be wasted in those pops. Typically on a Deadpool the ball will last a long time in the pops, and you don't want to necessarily do that because if you have a ball save and all you're doing is collecting pop hits, it really doesn't do you any good. So that's how I like to approach it. Now, there's a few other ways that you can do it from here, but keep in mind, Deadpool is all about team ups and mode stacking. Correct, Tom Graff? Correct. What do you think, Joel?
2: Oh, you are so Correct. All right, there we go.
1: (laughs) So, and the reason why team-ups are really important, and we're talking about the Dazzler shot, which is on the left orbit. We're talking about Colossus, which is the U-turn by the scoop. We're talking about Wolverine, which is on the center spinner. And we're talking about Domino, which is on the right orbit. Domino is actually very important, and here's why. Because if you go for the right orbit, you have to hit that shot twice, or any of your team-ups, you want to hit them twice to get them fully revved up. And you can bring these team members or these team-ups... Into modes with you that will help you complete the modes, or they give you various power ups. The reason why Domino is very important is because one, it gives you increased scoring, right? Uh, according to whatever mode you're going to do. So, for instance, Juggernaut would be the targets, Mystique is spinner, and Sabretooth is pop bumpers, which I'll get to this stack here in just a second. And then it also Gives you um, chimichangas also, or gives you progress to the chimichangas, which you need to hit. I believe it's three in order to light your quest modes, which could possibly come into play depending on how you want to approach a pin. Some people just prefer playing through modes. Other people like doing the quest. I, depending on how it's set up and where I'm at in the game, I may opt for, I think it's a Megalodon over a mode if I need to. Because with Megalodon, you can just chase blue shots the whole time and just grind out a pretty good score overall but that's neither here nor there that's just an opening tactic that you could consider
2: that's because that's because megalodon isn't timed right neither right. The All, are time you can just correct. stay in it as long as you want
1: yep yeah. yep and you could just grind it out to some pretty big scores i mean i've had some substantial even on tough playing deadpools i've been able to get up to 500 600 million just by focusing on megalodon because there's still safe shots you could backhand the left ramp and you're pretty much safe. You could center spin live catch. It's pretty safe, or you can stick with the right orbit and it's fairly safe. So there are safe shots in there to where you don't necessarily have to always go for a Katana shot, which leads to your all locks makes sense so far. We're good.
2: So far This great. Yep.
1: Okay, perfect. So the opening tactic that I really like to do, and again, there's all kinds of ones. This is just what I prefer. I like using my ball save time to get little Deadpool ready. I like going ahead and getting Domino ready. And I also like getting Wolverine ready. The big reason why I want to get Wolverine ready is because Wolverine will give double damage when you're in a battle to your opponent, which means you can complete a battle very quickly, very quickly. And I just personally like to put up points. Some people like to go Juggernaut first during a multi-ball because you have to hit the dead targets on the stand-up targets on the left to light shots across the play field. Me personally, I like using the Little Deadpool for Sabretooth. And the reason for that, because I can complete that awfully quick. It's going to give me a quick 30 million without really even thinking about it. And then I'm in Little Deadpool and I can just start grinding out weapons. And the reason why I'm grinding out weapons is to get progress towards my mech suit multiball. Because that's ultimately where I want to go. Now, depending on how the pin plays, I don't know if there's no rubbers on and the outlanes are wide open might go juggernaut might do that but for me personally i feel comfortable playing juggernaut even without a multi-ball even though i know i gotta hit the targets because all i'm doing is anytime i'm aiming at the dead targets to the left i'm nudging upwards at the same time anytime that hits and typically that'll send the ball actually on the northern part of the drop target so it stays safe is what i'm saying it doesn't yeah. put the ball out of control too much so that's a big is reason there, why i do that
2: is there a ball save that comes on when when that de- little deadpool starts? on a yes. turn in tournament because I know in yes. normal play you can actually start you can start sabertooth start right. little deadpool and not flip every time right. the ball drains it kicks it back up into the pops you can beat sabertooth with only having to hit the knockout shot
1: yeah. yeah in theory you could do something like that i don't know too many people that choose to do that just because you do have to really trust the ball save yeah you know but yeah you typically you could do that now i don't know if i necessarily recommend that in tournament play but i don't know that may that might actually be a viable strategy though so feel free to try that out if you want to and if it doesn't work out just blame joel yeah i'll
2: try it there in you my go. next tournament I promise
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go so that's how i like to approach it um you know you could go juggernaut with little deadpool and that's perfectly reasonable as well just because you have the coverage of a multi-ball already built into it uh, another thing you could do is you could focus on the left spinner. I've seen people do that just because that'll give you your dazzler, which increases Deadpool's health. And it also gets you progress to disco multiball as well. If you get X amount of spins, assuming you're on a pro, if you're on a premium or LE, I think you got to do disco loops first, which in case that strategy would not be viable either. Um, some other things you could do if you're in a multiball, consider hitting the schnick shot if you want to. Just because you have coverage for it, uh, it just depends on how the game is playing. Some people like hitting that all day long. Some people cannot get that shot to register. So I would be paying attention. Typically, that shot, there's it's it's almost like a 50-50 chance that that shot will not register for your 2x, 3x, 4x multiplier, whatever the multipliers become. So I would say definitely pay attention to that just in case because that's vital information to have and yeah that's what i would say is just focus on your team ups focus on knowing what modes you want to bring in at the beginning and go from there and that's typically what i like to do so you like
2: yeah you're saying your main points are coming from just modes completing your modes hopefully having double damage and double scoring going during the modes but mm-hmm. i i have so many every time i stream deadpool people are like you got to get that schnick shot you know four times and then one mode and boom, you got a gazillion points. I just, it doesn't sound like that's the way to go in strat like a tournament though.
1: In a tournament, I wouldn't recommend that because that's kind of an all or nothing strategy. If you're doing a pump and dump, yeah, go for it. Because if you screw it up, you're, you're okay. Mm -hmm. But in something like this in tournament pinball, you're not necessarily looking at blowing up a pin. It's not saying that that won't have to happen. It's just, to me, It happens as a result because you just put a lot of things together and you're not necessarily trying to blow up a pin. It's almost like you're trying to drive the green on a par five. And I would never recommend doing that in a tournament. I would recommend using your ball one to set it up, to set Mm -hmm. everything up for ball two or ball three. And if you can get it done on ball one, great. If you can do it earlier, great. And that's kind of what I do on Deadpool is I set things up because I want little Deadpool to be ready. I want my team ups to be ready. I want to know that I have the opportunity to put up points in my battle mode. So that's that's basically the key thing. And then the other key thing is anytime I get into a multi-ball, I really do focus on my weapons because I want to get the mech suit multiball because ultimately, not well, backing up a little bit, you want to get to 10 weapons because with the extra ball, if it's turned off, I think in some tournament mode, I think it's worth like 10 or maybe even 12 and a half million. I forget. It's been a little while. And I think that's after 10 weapons mm-hmm. too. So that's pretty important. Which is just I think combos, 10 combos. Yeah. Right, which is just combos. I, I believe it's at 10. It's been a hot minute since I've done that, but I think it's somewhere right around there. So that's important to do because that's basically free points. And then at the same time, you get the mech suit. That's going to be worth 5 million per shot. And that's where I like to save my booms for just because I can tack on some stuff. And I will go for the snick shot during that time. The, my mm-hmm. first 10, 15, 20 seconds, that's what I'm aiming for. I'm going to strategically drain out balls. I'm going to get on my left flipper. I'm going to try to get to 2X and 3X because all of a sudden, 10, 15 million, it really starts adding up really quick. And if you can put that pressure on your opponents, it's going to be tough to overcome.
2: its um, I've got to give George and Tanya credit. I mean, they have a. there's a shot on the play field, the Snick shot, which it's just uh, one shot, one shot, you hit one shot and it's an instant play double, you know, play field multiplier. It's incredible, but yet it's somehow it's just that perfect balance of fair. And like, it is achievable. It's not just random, but it's not a gimme. Like if, if Keith Elwin, every single time he stepped up to Deadpool, just hit that shot five times and blew it. Like that's, it's not, it's not that type of shot. Um, No,
1: it's it's a satisfying shot. It's probably one of the most satisfying shots in all of pinball. Because as soon as you hit it, it's cool just seeing it. And then you know, okay, I got a play field multiplier going.
2: Yeah.
1: So, but according to my notes, I'm looking back over my notes. It says that 30 weapons is the extra ball. And I could have swore I've played on them before. Yeah, like 10 to less. 20. So, yeah. So maybe it's adjustable. That could have been old code. I'm pretty sure it's somewhere between 10 and 20. But yeah, ideally you want to get to that first set of weapons. Then you want to get to 45. And if for whatever reason you can get to 100. Great because you'll have a permanent yeah. play field multiplier for the rest of the game
2: so uh, how many weapons do you just kind of drop your whatever else you're doing just to focus on combos like if you see you're at 25 do you just like all right I'm gonna grind out 10 more and just focus on mech suit
1: yo yeah like as soon as I'm at 20 I mean even at my first plunge I'm thinking of weapons because it's it's so overpowered and the fact is too while you're playing through the modes you're gonna collect weapons anyways. I mean, you're if you see it and you're under control. I would say definitely get a weapon, just because the mech suit could be so overpowering. I mean, even even your most basic casual mech suits, you should be able to put up sixty to eighty million points. And in a tournament setting, that's I mean, that's putting on some pressure right there. And that's just the most basic mech suit you could have, because I think mech suit is what a four ball multi ball. Yeah and the ball save is actually really really long yeah yeah
2: cool well do you you think uh, that's it do you think that's your uh that's how you win big that's how you beat travis
1: i think that's the most basic strategy i do i mean there's all kinds of different ones because you got three different modes yeah battle modes that you could do i most people don't take mystique starting out Although I will say if you have double damage and you have a boom, I believe you can complete that in four shots anyways. Yeah. And it's been, we talked about this before Joel, I forget the exact sequence cause it's been a while. I think it's, if you go on your left flipper, you could go spinner live catch backhand, the left ramp and hit your boom. And that spots your katana shot. And then I think you can hit the center spinner, spinner again. Again, And you're pretty, yeah, yeah it's
2: if you, I think that's the sequence, at least when I play, it's like, well, if I got Wolverine ready, then might as well go mystique. Cause she's super easy. To hit, um, and then it's one of those like, well, if I'm one shot away from Little Deadpool, I go Juggernaut because I like having that multi ball. If I don't have anything teamed up, uh, I just go Sabertooth. But that's, I don't know, that's the way I look at it. But it, it's a it's a great game. I they they've they've really uh, found a, an entertaining game for you know there's there isn't some crazy mech in the game that that draws people in, but it's um it's just it's 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 a fun shooter. It's got great code for all different levels um i don't know. i'm a fan i'm a big fan of deadpool
1: for sure it's it's an excellent game for sure and that's that's pretty much what i would say is that you have those those different tactics that you could do is just find a mode that you feel comfortable with and if you're comfortable with that mode always go with that mode right out of the gate because you're just trying to put points on the board for sure
2: yep all right i think that's it you guys good with that we're
1: good i feel great joel oh, i think we good. should go for two more hours <laughs> well
2: here let's let's do our outro yeah. so good so yeah. good all right well um we always say the best for last we know uh, that fuck. um Thanks. this was something we couldn't i mean when travis and i recorded last week it, every bit of it felt odd but obviously you can't i mean we couldn't do this i mean what the heck so uh here we go. It's uh, it's everybody's favorite segment. Here comes uh, Tom talks. Tom talks. He's
0: got something to say. Tom talks. He's got nothing to say. Tom talks. Tom talks. I got. I got nothing.
2: So good. All right. Um, I I have no prompt. Travis, you got anything to uh to let Tom just do his thing?
1: All right, Tom Graf. Yes. Earlier, you were talking about Godzilla, and you brought up the Magna Grab messing up, or the magnet getting overheated, correct? Correct. All right. Can you please explain to Keith Elwin how he can fix that?
3: (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I think I have a phone call. I got to go.
2: All right, so uh, Keith, take that and uh, go ahead and fix your game. Thanks.
0: Time talk. He had something to say. Time talk. He had nothing to say. Time talk. I got.
2: I got nothing.
1: Best segment in pinball. It is. It's yes.
2: the Keith Elwin of pinball segments. Right. It's when everybody it's weird. turns this podcast off. That's why they, they don't, they never even hear the rest, the rest of this, but uh, no, we've had, this was a good episode. Definitely. I love it. I love, we always throw out a time and then we always blow by that time. But, uh, so yeah, we're pushing two hours again, but that's fine. No, we said an uh, hour
1: and 15 minutes, an hour and, and 15 hour 30 minutes tops. Yep. Yeah.
2: But, uh, no, sorry, it's, it's Sorry been good. I talk so much, guys. God, if you could just, I, you've got a lot of good points Tom, if you could just con- <laughs> just make it a little more concise. That would, that's all I can ask. You know, uh, I'm, um, I'm proud
1: of Tom tonight. Tom talked a lot. He did. Tom was on point today. He had some good points. Thank you. Talk some Deadpool. Mm. Talk some Godzilla. Talk some Insider Connected. We talked about going to the bathroom together at Cleopin. Yeah. That was exciting. Yeah. He
2: thought he good was stuff. right at one point and then realized he was wrong and apologized to you. It takes a big sure. man to apologize, to Travis. Okay. Yeah, that's really
1: yeah, good. He's a dentist. They I'm, don't They don't need to know math. It's fine.
2: I'm normally wrong. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, well, wow, well, well. All right. Well, we'll go ahead and wrap her up. Uh, plugs. Yeah. Travis, you want to go ahead?
1: Yes. You can find me at Triple Drain Podcast. We come on TPN every now and again, usually on a Wednesday. Right, Joel? I think. Uh yeah. Okay, yeah. And then you can also find me over at YouTube at Marv Loco. And uh I put videos up every now and again, although I've been kind of lazy the past couple of weeks, but mm. we'll we'll, uh, we'll fix that after I win my uh six tournaments, the super series. At least five. Yeah, well, that's true because I might miss the sixth one. So yes, five. Thank you, Joel. <laughs> okay, at least at five. On that.
2: Yeah. yeah. You can give one to Tom. That's fine. Yeah. that's fair fair. all right tom plug away man uh i am uh fox cities pinball
3: you can find me on twitch and youtube i do a lot of tournament streaming at district 82 pinball um hopefully my godzilla le will be here in the next few weeks i'll be streaming that uh and uh probably uh plan something with uh maybe uh don't panic flip so, do a little head-to-head battle one of these days, so.
2: Nice. Yeah. Very cool. And, uh, and, yeah, I'm Joel Engelberth. I do Just Another Pinball podcast. I also do Just Another Pinball stream. I normally stream every Wednesday night, 10 to midnight, uh, Eastern Standard Time. Been doing some unique stuff the last few weeks because my basement is kind of in disarray. We're doing drywall right now. Um, but I've been just doing some really interesting just kind of chatting streams, um, and having other pinball people on and we've just been talking over news kind of like a visual podcast it's been a lot of fun so um feel free all of those by the way there is a youtube channel the pinball network if you find that all of those are have actually been put on that so feel free to subscribe to that um we also have a youtube we haven't done anything with it yet but if you're if you want to just subscribe to something else triple drain there is a youtube channel feel free to subscribe to that as well um and yeah, I've also streamed for Flipping Out every other Thursday. And we did a kind of a stream podcast on that recently as well. So uh, bye, 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 Zach Minnie, Nicole Minnie. They'll treat you right. Um, yeah, last thing I would say uh, we enjoy doing this podcast. We have a lot of fun. Uh, but the reality is, it's, three, it's just three guys talking and we throw it out there and we we have no idea. So feedback, any feedback at all, positive or negative, feel free to email us at triple Drain. Is it, it's just triple drain, right? At gmail.com or is it triple drain? Just triple drain drain at gmail.com. Any feedback at all? I would say there's some amazing content creators in not saying we are, but there's amazing content creators in pinball. And the reality is we, we throw it out there and unless you email somebody or send them a Facebook message or say whatever, we have no idea if, if, if you're enjoying it. So, um, Yeah. I, you know, next time you see our numbers say
1: everybody's enjoying triple drain. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about.
2: Yeah. So we do our best to read forums and stuff. And, uh, you know, we've read criticism, positive and negative on forums that we're trying to learn from and, and improve. But, um, yeah, all, that's all I can say is if, 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 if there are people out there that are doing stuff you like, let them know. And, uh, that's really exciting. Um, it's always good, good getting that type of feedback. So, um, yeah, well, that's all I've got, guys. You two have oh, a great I forgot four Joel. days of pinball tournament of yes. tournament coming we, up.
1: We didn't mention Insider Connect it. You guys can follow me at oh, Marv yeah. Loco, and I will be your buddy. I want to see your scores. I will stalk you via see, Insider Connect.
2: That's my only issue right now is it doesn't let you know when somebody follows you, so I can't like follow you back. I, I'm not notified what? of that. No. Well, how
1: do I know somebody friend requested me? you?
2: Don't. That's the thing. They they what? just you just follow them. Yeah. What and I know then
1: the only th- what this is like. <laughs> Either that like or a,
2: not, a single person's it, followed me and I've yet to get well, a notification. It, what's that? <laughs> it's what's called
1: the app, it's called that stalking.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, isn't so, there
1: like a dating app that's like that? What's that called? I don't Tinder, yeah, this go. is like pinball Tinder. So <laughs> I gotta like your profile and then you gotta oh, like mine wow. to know we got a match.
2: No, it's just public data, what? it's just public. Mine, my insider connected name is Joel Bob, J O E L B O B, all one word, Joel Bob.
1: We're not even friends on here, Joel. Oh, and
3: yeah. we do have a Facebook. But we know uh, each
1: other,
2: Travis. I thought we were friends. Then. Joel Bob. Oh, yeah, there's there. Joel we Bob. We do have Facebook
3: yeah. and Instagram. Maybe we can uh post our stuff on there. Oh,
2: there so you, People yeah. can yeah.
1: follow. about us. that too. Gosh, we, we are. Oh, we're just at all over podcast. the social media.
2: Oh, we have merch too. Silverball swag. Feel free to yes. check that out. Shout out Much to better. somebody in what? Idaho? Ida- Iowa? Somebody Iowa. bought a shirt. Iowa. Iowa. Whoever that was, congrats to you. So, thank you. <laughs> thank you for that. Go Hawk guys. Uh, there we go. All right, uh slow what was it? Oh yeah, here we go. Here's our sign off that we talked about last time. Next time, you triple drain. Make sure you leave a credit on the machine for the next person.
1: And David yeah. Dennis is the worst.
2: Yeah, oh, why do you even say his name? By far. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Tom, you're responsible for saying bye. Goodbye everybody. Perfect.